are live. Episode two. Back to back. Back to back. Oh, man. I was like, I was kind of worried. I was like, do you think we'll have enough to talk about this week? (laughs) (laughs) I think we'll have enough to talk about this week now, big dog. Yeah, dude. Crazy ass week. Fun, though. Holy cow. Forget about it. Do you think we'll have enough to talk about? Okay, sorry. Technical difficulties. Why does it say why does it say on the back end? Waiting no, no, there it is. Okay, we're good. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to another episode. All right, dude. It's been an interesting week for me. I think it's been an interesting week for you too, right? And then just everybody. Yeah, just life in general. Um just got well, back from Denver, went to a Ravens Broncos game, which was super cool. Never been out there. I gotta say, Denver fans are some of the nicest people I've ever met. I wore all Ravens stuff to this game. You were There's like no talking Ravens shit to him, didn't you? I kind of did, but like no one said anything to me. <laughs> I don't know if that's indicative of me or the fan base. Yeah, you're a <laughs> cocksucker. That's what you are. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, the Ravens won. So after the game, walking back in the, in the, in the huge crowd didn't really matter that much. But, uh, but no, no, I didn't hear anybody talk shit or anybody did anything. So uh, shout out to Denver. Awesome city. If anybody listening to this lives in denver see I, I, i'm 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 not used to that what nice people because i'm from ohio first and foremost so they're assholes anyways <laughs> on top yeah. of that i'm a michigan fan that lived in ohio so I like think, how did that happen uh my sister oh okay I didn't yeah know so okay. she she lived in michigan and then so like my sister oh. was that perfect age when i was a kid when I was young and I was impressionable, she was like my big sister. She was like the one that I looked up to. She did like the cool mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I remember walking in and seeing her and her friends drinking the, the wine coolers <laughs> back in like 1995 <laughs> yeah. or some shit. You know what I mean? She, she was the cool one. So she was a big Michigan fan at the time. And uh, I don't know. I was always like when I was a kid, I was just like, I don't want to be like everybody else in school. So everybody else was a Ohio State fan. So it was like at the time when I was a kid, kid, it was like, oh, I'm a Michigan fan. And then, like, when I became a teenager, like, through my teenage years, I was actually, like, super into uh, college football and shit all the way till like, yeah. I, I graduated. And then I, I got out of watching that type of shit for years, but I'm, like, yeah. I'm bored, uh, so I want to get into football. Yeah. Well, dude, I, I, yeah, I thought you were a Michigan fan just to, to spite Ohio. <laughs> Listen, like, it's interesting when you say, like, you go to a fucking football game, uh, NFL football game, and people won't even talk trash. And, like, I won't even bring up anything about Ohio State. Nothing. The, see, like, what's so yeah. interesting about OSU versus Michigan, what's so interesting about OSU in general is, like, they're, like OSU and OSU fans are needy. You know, like, mm. they okay. love so much conflict that they want to go out of their way to talk shit when, like, you don't even need to. Like, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just post a picture, like, hey, you know, go blue. Like, we won our football game today. We still have fucking seven weeks till – you know, Michigan plays Ohio State, but for some reason, out of any other football team in the world, Ohio State fans got to come and <laughs> just suckle my balls about like Ohio State. And I'm like, this, yeah. this, this post has no like, like nothing to do with you. Like your your team's not mentioned. You're not even fucking playing today, but you still got to oh come to God. my post and open your fucking. Ma- that's that's Ohio State fans in a nutshell. It's wild, which is super weird. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a balance in Ohio State because like you have OSU football like the college football team but then you have Brown fans so you have two opposite ends of the spectrum right like Brown yeah. fans are diehard they're there to root for the team like I I don't I don't none of my friends the only 
people they talk shit to are fellow Browns fans, and that's their depression of their football team. They <laughs> well, never you can't say anything to anybody else if you're a Browns fan. You can't. There's, you have no leverage to talk any but, shit to but, anybody. But You've that's been bad for ninety years. That's the you point. What I mean? well, you think? Fucking OSU. Like, let's okay. Like, let's look at the fucking track record here. Okay, like. I'll be honest, like, there's a couple games where, like, I rooted for OSU because I was tired of see, seeing the SEC teams win, you know, back, like, 10 years oh, ago. Yeah. There was there yeah, was yeah. one uh, national championship I actually rooted for OSU. No, there was actually two, and they fucking, no, three, now that I think about it. And this is the problem with OSU. They always get to the fucking big game, uh, and they fucking get say, uh, yeah. decimated because they yeah, fucking always, suck. But they pull yeah. in good numbers. They pull in really good numbers. And they, every now and then they make an, an, an Ezekiel Elliott. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, they make yeah, a yeah. fucking. But, yeah. yeah, there's been multiple times where, like, I didn't want the other team to win. So I was like, uh, I was like, cool. Let's, like, go Bucks, I guess. Because, like, fuck Florida <laughs> or, you know, fuck LSU back then. Nowadays, yeah, I'm just like, nowadays, I'm just like, roll tide, baby. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't fight. I'm just so, like, I moved out of Ohio and I still can't escape their ignorance. It's annoying. It's so annoying. <laughs> well, Michigan's got to start winning against Ohio. Mm. That's the biggest thing. Because I don't Michi- think Michigan, Michigan's got to start winning. Period. Yeah, dude. The Harbaugh era. I don't so, know what's going on with that, but he's, I don't he, think I, Michigan's won against Ohio in like what, like seven years, years or something. No, yeah. it was. It hasn't been that long. There was one year where like it happened because I remember it was like it happened, um, and like. There was no see. That's what's always funny. It's been ten years. Ten years. Okay. So yeah. like, yeah, in that year, Damn. you know what you hear. You know what you hear when that shit happens. Like when OSU loses, it's like, what did OSU do wrong? It's never like, oh, Michigan yeah, yeah, just yeah, came yeah. to play. But that's how it is living in Ohio State. People actually literally correct you. Oh, Ohio State, you the Ohio State. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I so, just wonder what kind of contracts their players have. You know what I mean? And speaking um, of contracts. Oh. Nick Merckx. <laughs> Are we pivoting right now? <laughs> Speaking of contracts, what about the contracts? What about uh, the non-contract payments that we see got leaked this week? Oh, my God. Dude, I like, like the people that are uh, just owning it. You know what I mean? Like, like making fun of it. And, oh, uh, like Miz, and whatnot. Miz tweeted out, I guess this isn't a good day to tell you that today's stream is a sponsored stream or something like that. <laughs> I love that. I love when people dude, just own, listen, own things. So, it makes everything so much better, dude. I'm going to keep but, uh, it a yeah. buck. I'm going to keep it a buck. One, first and foremost, after all these years, if your small fucking brain did not do the math when you see somebody like Nick right, Merckx yeah. and it says 40,000 yeah. fucking subs and you do the math, just like simple math. Let's just say it's all tier ones, but like it's not. Just do the fucking yeah. math on what tier one subs times 40K is. H- yeah. Hello. I, dude. I actually saw something last night that was really interesting to me. Um, I said out of that whole list, the the leaders and the people who have like, well, I don't know about the strongest communities, but the leaders in like um, um, tier two and tier three subs were Nick Merckx and, and Dr. Lupo. And they were, they were correlating it to basically how loyal and how, how loving their community is and how into him like the m fam is like insane oh dude you know it's I, mean? nuts. I don't know much about i don't know much about lupo but i've actually been watching him on youtube um because i've been watching tim and whatever they, they they've got me funny i never knew much about him i always thought he was like super uh lupo dude lupo. correct or whatever but he'll he'll like he'll say some crazy shit too and i'm like this guy's actually funny Lu- <laughs> like, lupo lupo's got no me idea. lupo has built his brand so well too that yeah. like 
I I am I am a member of his stream. You know what I'm saying? Like I oh, really? support him as well. Like, but I yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't watch him a lot. I but I do. Lubo is probably I don't watch a lot of streamers. Like to yeah. to be completely fair, since those guys you're a have content creator. Yeah. Like, well, since those guys have shit. have moved to YouTube, I started watching them a lot more. Ironically, because like for me, the YouTube streaming viewer experience for me that's why i don't get people because i usually watch myself on a big screen dude youtube stream <laughs> okay. viewing on okay. a big screen is night and day difference from twitch night yeah. and day difference dude there's no i don't think, you, I've, ever, I don't think I've ever watched twitch on a see that's all i ever actual, watch like big tv that, if i get time to watch see i don't watch movies i don't watch tv shows if, yeah. if it for me like last night a declutter time eight o'clock i'm hitting the loft up i'm putting on a stream uh, usually in the evening, it's like a Daltouche, it's an Imperial Howl, you know, guys like that. Johnny Sins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those are daytime, you know what I'm saying? Early morning, <laughs> gotta get the, gotta get the vibe right. You know, no, but uh, um, yeah. So like, if I watch a stream, it's it's on the big screen. So, but I guess right. that's neither here nor there. So yeah, I support. Yeah, Lupo's one of those guys. Like he has me in. Like you, you got my money just because of like what you, the value you bring to the community. So you're actually right. Like. And yeah. dude, it's just, I, I just find it, I just find it so ironic and moronic. Uh, of course, the only people that bitch about this are creators. Like I seen, a, I seen a tweet from a, an idiot, a fucking moron last night. I'm going to literally call him a fucking moron. It's like a, a killer something TV tweeted out and was like, uh, if this, if this payment, if this payment is true, I am no longer supporting Tim the Tatman or Nick Merckx. You get paid this much, not a PC giveaway, not a car giveaway, just a barbecue. And I'm like, what? Just Did you just entitled. fucking tweet? And guess what? You know how we talked about last week, how the thing I don't like about TikTok is it's making dumb people fucking popular. I go to this page. He's got like 150K <laughs> on fucking TikTok. These are the fucking idiots that are getting followers on TikTok. And they don't know what to yeah. fucking do with it. I mean, I, I do know that people like that will fall off. Say, dude. It is because I, it, it I makes no entitled. sense. It's just, it's all entitlement. It's like, it is. This, this whole community is not coming together for giveaways, you know, or no. to give, you know, just to give out stuff or whatever. It's like they're coming together to, you know, donate to their, their favorite guy and, uh, show and, support and, to him and whatnot. And the, dude, the reason, the reason those guys have so many tier two and tier, tier three subs is because of all the charity work and all the stuff they give back. They've so already like, done. Very yes. ironic, it's a very ironic statement. Very. What you just said. Cause it, it's, it is the reason, you know, these on guys top have of that, those here's, supporters. and maybe this is just my brain that thinks differently on top of that. The first thing I think about when I see that stuff, I, I, I don't get offended. I don't like, it doesn't baffle oh. me. It doesn't confuse me because I remember that those guys, like people have this weird thing that Twitch is on Twitch and YouTube, like this online culture has only been around for like a couple years. And like, they just made it these last couple years. Like it just happened yeah. because Fortnite came along a few years ago. And people forget, like, dude, I remember watching, like, viral, quote-unquote, clips of Nick Merckx six and seven years ago when he was talking, like, gym motivation and shit, and he's jacked and yoked out of his mind, and he's sitting fucking yeah. face. He's like, hey, yo, dog, hey, yo, dog, listen, don't give up on your dreams. Some people will try to bring you down, dog. So, and, yeah. like, I was listening to that shit years ago. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, All like, that. nobody, uh, uh, it's easy to take a step back. In the now, when you didn't fucking do shit till the last couple of years, because finally something did, like, you didn't have to do shit, and you blew up on TikTok, so you're like, now I'm a content creator. 
And it's easy now to say, oh, it's unfair for these people to make this money. When they showed up and worked their asses off day in and day out for fucking six, seven, yeah. eight years before it became anything. Yeah. I always say that all the time, too. It's like, even like if I blow up tomorrow, everybody will say, this guy became an overnight success. But it, like, you know, that's bullshit. I've been around since 2011. Oh yeah, you've been at this for like 30 years, dude. Like, <laughs> go on, dude. Um, yeah, well, dude, to that point, like, when people see those numbers and they act a certain kind of way, a lot of that stems from jealousy, Yeah. right? And I've always um, looked at it as, like, there's two different kinds of people. And I'm, I'm a big car guy, so I always, like, relate things to cars and sports and whatnot. But, um, if you, like, if you see a Ferrari going down the street or a Lambo, some super nice car that might be your dream car, you could either look at that guy and get real salty and be like, he doesn't deserve that. He's rich. He... He, he took the, you know, whatever. He, he somehow got that car easily, which is, which is ridiculous. Never in e it's never or, easy. Yeah. Or you can look at it and be like, yo, that's inspiring. I want to be like that guy. I want to maybe have an opportunity to ask him a question, how he, how he got started, you know, little things like financial advice. Like clearly he knows what he's doing financially. If you're driving a $300,000 car, you know what I mean? Like I want to learn from that sometimes. person instead of trying to take that person down. So yeah, no, 100%. That's just, yeah. Dude, that's just the there, mindset that there, I've always, there, I've there always are, tried to have, so. Absolutely. There, there are people that I don't like based off of past interactions, and they're killing it, and I got to respect that. I have no hate towards them. Yeah. It's not like, ah, I deserved it more than them, because, like, dude, they showed up. They showed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Period. At, Period. at some point, there has to be some sort of word. There, <laughs> there's a lot of people out there that, uh, well, not a lot, but there's people out there for sure that I don't, um, I may not really vibe with or i don't really uh enjoy their content you know personally like it's not my style of stuff um but they're crushing it and Bingo. i'd be i'd be ninja such an asshole if i was like they're not they're not doing well they're you know whatever so ninja is um, a prime example for for me with that i don't ever watch mm -hmm. the streams like i i i, I follow yeah. him i support him um but like i don't i don't get down with his vibe never have before the blow up like i even was followed oh, him really? Yeah, I followed him on PUBG days a little bit, like so. I I skipped the whole like uh, I took a big break from gaming and focused like on business uh, during the mm. whole uh, gosh darn it, what was the battle royale before PUBG? The one that's like H one H one. Oh, H one Z one. H one Z one. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, so when I started watching Ninja, he was transitioning from like H one to to uh, PUBG. So he had you know a thousand or so viewers. So like. But I never, like, I supported his hustle even back then. But I never got down with his his vibe. And that that okay. is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, there are YouTubers yeah. that are, I respect Christian Guzman. I respect uh, Max Tuning. I respect uh, yeah. creators in this scape that, like, I just don't get down with their, like, I couldn't watch them every single day. But I'm going to follow them because I'm going to keep see. I want to watch them win. Like, I really do. Yeah. I want to watch Ninja One. I love when he comes out with a new collab and everybody like, do this, do that. And I'm like, this guy just made another fucking hundred thousand, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think I just think there's a lot of takeaways um, that you can take away from like you know just successful people, and you could see people that you know are, are growing. It's very obvious, like sometimes who's really growing a lot, and they may go from like 500 viewers on Twitch to now they got like 3,000. It's like okay, they're doing something right, but yeah, like I may not like their personality or the type of you know just way they are i may not be my type of content yeah. but they may be doing 
10 other things that I can take away from or learn from or whatever if I just pay attention to them on you know, social media or or maybe if I do just pop in a stream, I see little things that I can take away that like, okay, well, this is working for them. Maybe I can apply this in some sort of some sort of way. So, you know, I, I actually ultimately, ultimately, I do respect all these people. It's like they're, you have to respect their work ethic and their, um, yeah, just their work, their work ethic. So, yeah, no, but, I, I, surprising. It's funny that you mentioned that. Like, I actually get that. A, I get that a lot, even like I get, uh, for some reason, I get like larger creators will say, like, I don't really watch Biggie stuff, but like, you know, and this is just what they're saying. I'm not, I'm not saying this, but they're like, I don't understand how this guy hasn't blown up yet or shit like that. Yeah. So like that in, in a form uh, in I mean, itself I've been is saying a, that. Yeah, I've been saying that about you forever. You know what I get, mean? Do you, like you, do you, you realize see the quality, I you see the I probably so I probably get a tweet or a comment, and I'm not exaggerating. And this is I get to to own horn or whatever it is. I get a comment almost daily at this point on some form of social media where somebody's like, "How you don't have a million subs at this point is beyond me." And like, right? I started getting that like a couple years ago, and I like consistently have been getting it for a long time. And uh, I mean, even That's DMs from larger creators, though. bingo. At first it was like, oh, my time's coming. And I'm just like, yeah. I don't, it almost made me lazy. And like, right. now I'm so annoying to my thought that like, when somebody says that, I have, a, I have my own answer for it. Consistency. The reason why I don't have a million subs, it has nothing to do with my work ethic. It has nothing to do with my quality, the content. Like I right. show up and I do my research. I do my job. I, for years, I keep falling off of consistency. That's why this year I've been so consistent. That's the number one mm -hmm. thing that I fucked up all these years. I haven't been consistent. And if you hear me talk about anything that I talk about anymore, I tell people you got to be consistent because that's yeah. where I made my mistake is I haven't been consistent. So it's like, it's not a shocker to me that I don't have a million subs because like I would do something and go hard on it and do really good and learn it. And then I would just like, go away from it and just stop. Yeah. And like, this has been the first year, 2021, where I'm just like, I'm, I'm gritting through a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Consistency yeah. is huge. And that is, that is a kind of a tough dynamic. Cause you know, you should be super consistent and doing everything perfectly, but it's like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to even talk about, but in, in life, it's like you have these ups and downs. Like, that's just how it is. And when, maybe when you weren't consistent, maybe you were, not feeling as inspired or, or something happened or whatever. It wasn't just like, you know, black and white. Like I wasn't being consistent. Yeah. Like, there could have been other true. things going on, but I don't I mean, know. We had it's COVID. We, we had COVID. We moved 500 miles. We, you know, the TK stuff, yeah. you know, the, there's a lot that plays in the factor, but I just don't, I, I'm personally somebody like, I don't dwell on that shit because that stuff teaches and makes us at the end of the day, yeah. all those now little, you know, uh, you know, better now, you know, bingo, so yeah. bingo, bingo. Yeah, no, either way, we ain't, we, right now we ain't getting no, uh, 30, 40, 50 million dollar contract. <laughs> I, we don't know the number yet. That's why I don't, I really don't like that. We've, um, I'm not a big fan of the whole, like them mentioning that the whole Nick Merck's Twitch contract is the biggest to date. So is that the biggest on Twitch? Yeah. Is it the biggest ever? And can I call bullshit? Because like, what did what did Tim get? Like, until until we know all contracts on the board, is that is that fact? Yeah, I'm it's really. It's not public information somewhere. I feel like it will be. I feel I think, like eventually. Yeah, I, think it, I think it is. It's just not. It's just not public yet. Until <laughs> uh, somebody yeah. hacks something, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it'll be public tomorrow. <laughs> 
<laughs> at the current rate, dude. I I think the hackers uh, on Twitch, and for those of you who don't know, Twitch got hacked yesterday. Leaked a bunch of uh, like like very very crucial information about people and passwords. Uh, and all that kind of first shit. and foremost, can I just say that out of all the things that these people found, all the data and stuff, because it, I find it so. I seen a good comment today that was so true. Tiny brains worry about tiny problems. And like everybody's concerned about what people are making. And they're not concerned about the fact that Twitch is trying to make a Steam competitor. They're not concerned about these other pieces of data. Like people don't think big picture. Everybody's been complaining about hate rates for the last how many months. Everybody's complaining complain about Twitch community stuff for X amount of long. And then like you're 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 complaining because these Twitch streamers are getting paid large amounts of money because their community supports them. But you're not focusing on like, why is Twitch, why is Twitch trying to make a Steam competitor when they should be investing shit into their own platform to work on an algorithm or discoverability or like to, to bring the fucking community together? Like again, yeah. tiny brains think about or worry about tiny problems. Like that, like yeah. who gives a fuck what these people make? It's because the community is supporting them. That's not like Twitch saying, we're gonna give you three million dollars this month because all these people gave you that much money. Like the people gave them yeah. that money. But the things right. that people worry about is fucking astronomical. Yeah, dude. I don't even know. I, I just, I look at just a, a lot of those guys. I think they, um, I think they deserve it. I don't know. Everybody starts I do from, too. from scratch. And these guys, like, like you said earlier, they've been, a lot of these people have been around for like fucking, what, probably 10 plus years doing this yeah. gaming thing and content and, and, and a lot of like, even Nick Merckx like blew up in like the tournament scene and, and built a name in like a bunch of different games for being like one of the best guys playing the games. Like it wasn't just he's not just sitting in a room and he just got lucky. It just happens to be, you know, whatever. You can watch like one or two of his streams and know exactly why people love him. And why? You yeah. Know, all bingo. that kind of stuff. So I don't know. It's just it's just fucking. But what, what salty it's just salty people, man. And you were, uh, you were going to go. No, I have no. uh desire to be around any of those people that look at those lists and instantly come out with some like just negative remark it's just so I, silly. I, I was gonna say you were you were gonna say something about the leaks like you were gonna go in a second ago about the leaks oh, i forget what i can't cut you off one on another rant yeah, we, for anybody that's listening or watching you're probably gonna see that happen a lot on here the, a lot of topics <laughs> are gonna change quite a bit yeah <laughs> my my whole goal uh, my whole goal with that like my i don't give a like as long as you talk topics and some people like I, I try to support like some homies podcasts, for example, and some people try to be way too professional. And it's just like, I'd rather just yeah. listen to like one, two, three, four, five people have a conversation. And that's yeah, it. That's like, how I'm in the same exact way. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, sometimes, I mean, I'll click on, uh, I'll click on, uh, YouTube videos. I don't know. Do you know who mind pump is? I don't. It's like one of the big, I think it's one of the biggest uh, like fitness podcasts, but these guys oh. get right, like straight to the point on different topics and they have a bunch of YouTube videos that like, you know, the title is about a, you know, does this food do anything or does, you know, how to do this or whatever. So I'll watch those uh, topics and sometimes they have whole podcasts on like, you know, subjects <laughs> and stuff, but for the most part, if I'm watching like podcasts, I just want to see some guys like just talk about shit. And yeah. normal. You know what I mean? Dude. I feel like you get way more immersed in their conversation. I think that's why people like podcasts as a whole. Anyways, that right. talking uh, with us talking last week about stuff, you just going in on that made me think of last week's podcast. And one of the things you mentioned and a clip that did well on our social medias, make sure you guys are following a real, a really big podcast on all of our social medias. 
selfish plug. Uh, also, too, we are now on Spotify, Google, iTunes, you name it. Oh, yeah, We're taking yeah. over the interweb. Big fucking yep. moves. Um, yeah. I mean, we are a really big podcast. So Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. But yeah. uh, but last week, you had mentioned, you're like, and at one point you were like, but is Twitch even profitable? So, I did a little research this week. Oh, I saw, well, people have always said that Twitch isn't profitable. That's all I've ever. Right. So I only, I only seen based on, I think, I think it was like 2018. It was, don't quote me on these exact numbers. This is just roundabout. It's like 2018, it was like a few hundred million. The next year is a few, a couple hundred million more. I think last year said 700 million. And now I don't know if that is taking into consideration uh, what they are paying people. I don't think it is. I think that's just like what it profits. Yes, before they contract and stuff like that. But here's the thing: the reason why the reason why people say it's not profitable because like somebody would be like, it made seven because that's what somebody kind of like counter rebuttal to that comment. It made like over five hundred million in a year, bro. So I I did a little bit more digging, and last year I think it was last year, Twitch was point one percent of Amazon's revenue for the year. Point one. So for anybody yeah. that's listening and got bitchy about me saying that Amazon could kick rocks to Twitch any day they want, Twitch literally is 0.1% of revenue that we know of before, yeah. uh, like I said, I think that's revenue before they're paying people. So if Nicky Nick got a $50 million deal, not saying he did, I'm just saying like, I think that's taken out of that equation regardless. Mm. Even if that is, even if Twitch is 0.1% of Amazon profit, that is not a company that Amazon would say, okay, in the like next five years, we're going to keep dicking with this. I think, I think after Nick now, I told you last week that I think if Nick resigns, Twitch is probably around for the long haul. Like they, 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 they're probably planning to be, but if they didn't, it it wouldn't be. So I was happy to see that. Yeah. I think what I was going to say earlier was um, about how Nick Merckx, he signed with Twitch. And he got the contract and, you know, the huge announcement. And then the next day, uh, the whole hacking situation happened. And I think that, you know, it's just a conspiracy, I guess. But I think whoever was doing was waiting for his announcement to kind of like spice it up more, heat, take the heat off or spice it up or spice it up more or whatever. Yeah. How do you want to look at it? Um, it's just a great, it's just a crazy thing, dude. I don't know. It was fun seeing, uh, I was watching Tim's um, stream yesterday playing Battlefield and him and him and Lupo or Lupo, he just joined, I think, Discord. He wasn't streaming or anything, but they were just going back and forth about YouTube gaming and how much like how it's a huge W for YouTube. And like, they're just it's just funny to see these guys all about something new and they're they're all excited and stuff. But um, I love that. But 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 to what they were saying was very valid. You know, I I love what you uh, you retweeted or tweeted out something (laughs) that. Oh, my God, I lost my shit. It was like anything. No, that was hilarious too. Alinity memeing on Twitch. Oh my god! So for anybody that, that was, doesn't know, Alinity tweeted out, uh, "Twitch, Twitch threw harder than th- today. Twitch threw harder than I threw my cat, or something like that, <laughs> or something like dude, that." Or I, I just couldn't believe all the people <laughs> memeing. Under, I couldn't. I couldn't believe. Uh, yeah, all the people under her tweet, like acting like it was the funniest thing in the world. But when, she, but when it happened. Every, it was just complete cancel culture. All the same people are saying, like, fuck this girl. Like, you yeah. can't throw your fucking cat. And then under the tweet, it's like, oh, LOL. <laughs> See, I can't believe you said this. Smiley you know, face. I, it's I like, honestly, dude, what the fuck? 
I, I'll, I'll say it. I said it before. I'll say it again. I honestly have nothing but respect for Alinity. Um, she like, okay. She was a person that did whatever she did. Twitch was the company that needed to show up. any skit that I ever did. Oh, yeah. I didn't try to like meme Alinity for being a bad person. I tried to meme Twitch for not doing their fucking job. And that's it. Like, I have no hate towards Alinity. I actually respect her hustle. She keep, a lot of people couldn't handle the backlash that she got. And she kept fucking growing and and thriving through it. And she's past it. It's gone. Like, it's going to always be a meme, but it's gone. That's history. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I understand. I, yeah, I actually agree with what you said. Um, It definitely starts at the top. There has to be some sort of accountability. And that's always been Twitch's big thing, right? It's just like every time people do stuff, and, and depending on who it is, is the big issue yeah bingo. You know I mean? there's, there's certain people that they but i mean they've gotten banned they've gotten banned like 10 times like but that, what's the definition of getting banned like this, how do you even come this, back this all stems from just life this sense. is how this is how life is the media like everything down to the core oh it's, you poli- know? it's just politics dude, dude yeah it's crazy yeah. like dude you're so right every single industry every single business every single company even like the small companies in town like there's politics in there and you know certain people may get away with doing certain things and like I see how it is, but but it's interesting when you see Twitch clearly not making the moves they should. As far as oh yeah, uh, like the fact that they that they that they this week the irony that you know Twitch tweets out memeing Facebook for for being down. You know what I mean? Like like that's not your that's like yo hear me out Twitch that's not your job. We'll we'll do the memeing here. We're the idiots because we're not the giant company that represents shit. Like, I get it. They wanted to be edgy. They want to be funny. They haven't had a good run lately. That ain't it. I don't know who's head of their marketing, but that ain't it, Chief. That was not the tweet. Well, they thought they were they thought they were invincible. That could that could have very well very well been a reason why they got hacked too. You know what I mean? I don't know what yeah. these guys are doing, but I'm sure they see a challenge like that and they're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Guys, I never you guys were, we forgot about you. Okay, dude. I never you know challenge hackers. I ain't even trying to fuck with hackers. No. Hell no. Hell fuck no. Them, dude. No, Those guys could have your fucking so like your life and by the by your balls in a heartbeat. Insane. So crazy, man. I saw um I know this girl who got uh she got hacked and her phone I think her phone number got or they like took her phone number and took some other stuff and then um they swatted her with like the SWAT team or whatever and the uh fire trucks pulled up and they told they said they had like a, a that her place was on fire. Ugh. They knocked on the door and this is all like on video. It's it's crazy. Um but yeah, it, <laughs> I don't know. The internet's crazy, man. Like, you think it's all good and stuff, and then, mm-hmm. and then something like that happens, and there's this whole side of it that's just like dangerous, and you have no idea what these guys are up to. Or it's tough. They're smart. It's a tough world. Yeah. That's why I, I try. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's so weird. I just don't know where to like, where to separate boundaries and hold myself. Up, you know, to save myself from that stuff. Because like the day, like I remember there was one time last year. I don't even want to say it. I've talked about it off the podcast. Cause like right. even just talk, bringing things up on the podcast, like then it raises awareness. Like people will be like, Oh really? It's that easy to do this. Didn't know that. I know. You know, I, I don't want to right before I just said what I said. I don't even want to give that, that information. Out. Anyway, anyway, yeah, on. I got, I got to find, I got to find this tweet because it was that you retweeted. It was hilarious. Oh my god, dude! I, I was dying. Oh, the security uh, one. They yeah, to pay security. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jake Lucky. Twitch, Twitch paid Nick Merck so much they forgot to pay security. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh shit. My god. Oh, that oh. shit was funny, man. Technical difficulty. That shit was funny. 
Yeah, that was that was that was hilarious. One, I gotta, I got this little. I mounted this thing all wrong, and like my chair hits it, my respawn chair that I'm not getting paid. New setup video coming soon, baby. New setup video. Let's go. Dude, I always <laughs> love. You, that's such an interesting thing too. I think it was, uh, I think it was like Paula and Sooner were making fun of me because I made some changes to the office and they tweeted out yeah, yeah, yeah. new setup video that. probably coming soon. And I'm just like, you fucking dinguses. Listen to this. You're like, yeah. I, I love right. I love when I actually I know they're just joking, but uh, I actually did have yeah. that last year uh, when I was creating a lot. I actually had like a couple creators that were actually like I could tell they were annoyed. like aggressively annoyed. And I'm just like, um, like it's so whack. It's weird. A weird mindset. Do you not have, understand? Dude. It's content, right? Like yeah, it's, like it's, it's content. Fucking. Aside from content, like it's just like, something I really enjoy to do. Switch your office up, like I'm sorry, I have the life it, to do dude. that. What fuck you. I had like a twenty thousand dollar setup. Fuck off, bitch. I'll fucking flex that all goddamn day long. Who the fuck are you? I worked fucking hard for this. I started, yeah. I started this shit six years ago on a fold out fucking table, you dick face. And now I got a twenty fucking plus, probably thirty thousand at this rate dollar setup. <laughs> and I'm a fucking nobody. And if you don't fucking like it, you can suck my big fat toe that's under my nice expensive desk, you fucking dick. That's, yeah, that's how I feel about that. There we go, baby. We got our first Twitter clip right there. <laughs> oh, Sooner's already on that one. I can see him just taping yeah, away. Dude. No, hey, it's just shout it's, out to Sooner and Fluff, dude. Those guys are quick. Oh yeah, they are Damn. quick with it. You guys are killing it. They're, they're uh, Sooner and yeah. Fluff are, are our team. They're the other two podcast members that will never be on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They'll probably be on the podcast at some point, especially when we move to yeah, Texas. Sure. Um, dude. That's so funny. So, um, do you want to like explain the Texas thing a little bit? All right. So this isn't or, actually or the idea. This isn't actually for sure. So, there was kind of a breakthrough moment last night that happened with my wife. So, oh shit. Well, guess yeah. what? Be hyped because there was a step back moment with mine this morning. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still in the middle. We're still in the middle, baby. Anyways. All right. So for anybody yeah. that doesn't know me, Rob, <laughs> And we got a we got another boy like Jay. We, we us three have actually never really like met up together IRL. I haven't seen Rob in real life in years. But there's just something yeah. about like us three that like we fuck with each other. So we're in like a chat. We keep up with each other. Like, and uh, Jayhawk lives in Ohio. Rob lives in Oregon, and I live in North Carolina. And like for years, I've wanted to be closer to like like minded people like Rob. Like I want to find a reason to, to m move out to Oregon. And my wife is like fuck. No. Well, unironically, aside from that, just because of culture, life, society, like where do, where do I want to be if shit hits the fan, for example? Texas mm. is just like a place that for years, like I just I would rather go. I would rather live in Texas. It seems like a state to where it's a little bit more like uh, I don't want to I don't know what kind of political terms to use. It's like it's uh, is it the term conservative it's, or what? like yeah, what? It's more. Well, depending that. on where you want to go, but I think I think Austin's one of the only uh, like liberal places in Texas. I, I want to go some pretty conservative. I, I want to live somewhere. Oh, whatever. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, part that it is a part of thing that that's one. Th I'm saying that's one thing that made Texas unique to me is like it's still that place where like my property is my property. You stay the fuck off of it. Like that. That's the mentality. Yeah. This is where this is where I live. You fucking respect that. And like parts of the world, like United States, it's getting more and more closed off to where like things are getting 
weird and people are like well but is it really yeah sharing is caring and you didn't work so like (laughs) texas is kind of like the last like area i feel where it's like hard workers go and that's why so many people are moving there right it's Mm -hmm. becoming like i feel like it's becoming the new hollywood the new hub and i've seen that for a few years now and uh, obviously 2020 exacerbated that insanely so i've had a thing a nipple hard on for texas for some time well, unironically, like for some reason, like three weeks ago, a month ago or something like that, Rob and our group chat was just like, I just kind of joked. It was like, we should start like a creative studio together or something. He's like, yeah, we'll fucking all move to Texas and start it there. And Jayhawk's like, I've been trying to move for Texas for a long time. I'm like, <laughs> and then I respond. I'm like, don't you motherfuckers get my hopes up because I will literally move there next week. Okay. Yeah. So then like, it's just been kind of like, a joke, I guess. Kinda. But I guess I don't know. I want to move there really, really bad. I think there's just so yeah. much potential. And then last night, like I even brought up like on a more serious discussion, and like this is just the reality. Like me, Rob, and Jayhawk all in one studio, one area, working with creators. I feel like we could make a, a, an insanely profitable business Holy. over overnight. I really do. Like I feel like I have extreme confidence that we could sign in one month, like five to 10 creators that would just, it would, it would be enough financial move to make this our full-time gig. Yeah. If, if us three yeah. actually come together and work to, so for anybody that doesn't know to take a real step back, Rob has his own creative business. So he's got the really good managing marketing side. He's also a good designer. He does no photo. He does no video. He's built his brand. So he knows about building brands. You have, me, where I'm kind of like a jack of all trades, I, I could do video work, photo work, uh, skits, com- like I collaborate well with them. And then Jayhawk also, like we all three of us are good at all these things, but then Jayhawk is like the photo beast. Like he is a, yeah. he is a photo wizard. A commercial, commercial wizard. Commercial wizard, yeah. So like all three of us in one place would just like literally be unstoppable. And no doubt. It's kind yeah. of, Coming, like, I, personally, me, like, the more we joke about it, the more I'm like, is this, are we actually, like, this is probably actually going to happen. Like, yeah. It's actually, like, a five-year plan of, like, okay, I think this is becoming more yeah. serious. Yeah, dude. Well, so last night, I was uh, I was actually in bed. I just got in bed, and uh, Brittany was in there just on her phone, on Instagram or whatever. And uh, I, I don't know how I brought it up. I was like, hey, uh, we should buy a house in Texas. <laughs> Because we because we we say that a lot, you know. So I just said it again. I'm like, hey, we should we should really buy a house in Texas. And she's like, forget what she said, but I was like, yeah, I want to start a, uh, I want to move the creative agency out there, and uh, um, start running it with Biggie and and Jayhawk. And she's like, and I thought she'd just be like, yeah, right, like that's not gonna happen, whatever. And she's like, okay, well, let's just look into it and make it happen. And I'm like, hold on, uh. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, did you just did you just kind of give me a green light? Because I don't think I've gotten one of those in fucking ten years. Anytime. And, so she says that and I'm like, she's like, yeah. And I'm like, wait, what'd you say? She's like, yeah, just look into it, see if you can find a spot, and and try to figure out a plan and uh and make oh. it happen. And see, I'm like, my what? biggest my like, biggest issue so, with Megan is her family. She is such a family person. And, like, taking her away from, like, that's what her family, her mom specifically, makes it feel like. I took her away from Ohio 500 miles. 
Megan's like, Texas is too far away from the kids. And I'm just like, ah, they're not our kids. You got to have a, (laughs) yeah, well, that's very good. Nieces and nephews are not our fucking kids. I can't make my life decisions on that. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, I just wonder if you'd have like a direct flight right back. Oh, dude. The thing is, Texas is like one of the best place for tickets. Yeah. Because Texas is, Texas connects so many flights. So there's so many layover flights from Texas because it's an international. So like Mm. Texas to Ohio is the, the flights are probably more consistent and common than Texas or Ohio to uh, North Carolina, for example. You know what I mean? At least that's what I've learned. That's what I've learned. That's why I try to, I try to tell Megan, I'm like, okay, here's the, here's the deal. And this is, this is how my mind works. And I think it's a logical mind. Okay. Chat. Yeah, single life. I fucking wish sometimes. Just kidding. Love Megan. Anyways, so here's how my mind works. <laughs> Shout if, out to Megan. If I become more successful, plane tickets become less daunting. Like that's the mm. issue right now. We don't want to fly to Ohio because it's a four hundred dollar ticket when we can just drive eight hours. But if moving to to Texas would mean becoming more successful, a four hundred dollar ticket then only becomes a three-hour plane ride. Does yeah. that make sense? So, like, but the other the other issue, and again, this is the problem with, uh, I, I guess we're having therapy talk today, marriage counseling uh, live. This is the problem with with Megan's mindset. Then her other thing is, well, then f- her, her family will never fly down because they don't fly. That ain't on me, chief. I don't, right. I can't live my life on the willingness of other people wanting to go out of their way too. I can't live my life like that. I can't make mm-hmm. my decisions around family because they don't make their decisions around me. And I, that's a big problem with us is like, that's a, that's a number one butting head thing. It's always like, she's always trying to go to Ohio to visit. And I feel like a dick, like trying to hold her back. But like, I also too, I'm like, you, I understand that at some point you got to cut the cord. You got to. Yeah. You don't her, have to. You don't have to cut the cord, but you no. just gotta let it let it out a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so right we let all... it out with Charlotte. Now let's fucking let it out and go to Texas, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, apparently, if I just figure out a plan and we can make it happen, but uh, I but think the biggest thing is the biggest thing is her job. She's like she works at a corporate job here. That's uh, she's a very a very good job. She's only like I think she's like three levels down from like the CEO of the whole company. Like she's way fucking up and keeps moving up and keeps getting promotions and all this kind of stuff. So like, that's a huge deal. But one good thing is there's people above <laughs> her that are not uh, local anymore. They're kind of um, being spread out in the country, but they still work for the corporate office. So like, we're kind of waiting, hopefully in one day that she can kind of have that same opportunity. Um, a lot of these people have been with the company for a very long time, like longer than her. She's coming up on ten years, which is wow. pretty long. But they've but they've for been her, with them for, for like her 20. age too. Because you guys yeah, are young. She got That's super a, early. She got started super great. early. Good um, for her. But um, so her job is like kind of like the main thing. But if she can get an opportunity to be, um, uh, not local, you know, somewhere else, right? Then uh, that could be that could be huge. And she travels. She travels like two weeks out of the month already. So it's like she's barely even here, anyways. So it, it you know. It may, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, yeah, you're totally good. You can relocate, whatever. So uh, 
I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But but as far as like us all working together in Texas, like I have zero. To, I could if I can make a good oh, living no. here in Southern Oregon, where, where most companies don't even know what fucking Instagram is. If if I, I can if I, I can if I can manage my own brand out of my out of my house with and, and find ways to to get companies to send me thousands of dollars to make little projects, I think I can manage with yeah. two two other guys that we actually have a, a real brand around. Like a, a real, a real dude, like just the amount of like, you know, my idea from this is like, we, we approach somebody like, uh, so for anybody that's curious, this is, this is like my thought around it is like, um, who, who's, I don't know, who's like a, a, a good example. Let's say, let's take a Lucci. Let's take a Lucci as an example. Like some of these guys, uh, Lucci for anybody that doesn't know, he's a TikToker, Twitch streamer, YouTuber. That's got a couple million. He does, yeah, he on, does it all now. Yeah, really. on TikTok, uh, he's a streamer, and then he also he's killing it on YouTube. Where where somebody like me, Rob, and Jayhawk with this idea would come into play as we would approach somebody and be like, "Look, uh, let's come to an agreement on a deal of you just create your fucking content and give it to us, and we will take care of it from there. Like mm. we will take care of the thumbnails, we will take care of the editing, we will take." Like we manage it all. And some people like, obviously they want to want to have that big of a strong suit. So, okay. You do your edits. We do the tagging, titling, yeah. th like all of that, all that. That's obviously going to be a trust thing to some people out there. And it, you know, somebody like Lucci might not be like the best example. Cause he might like the grind. He seems like somebody that's just like, yeah. nah, like I'd like I, this. That's what I, I was going to say. I was going to say like he's this. already, uh, he already does a very good job on a lot yes. of different, but levels. that's why he's, that's why he's grown so fast. I would like to find the, diamond in the rough that I mean? too that who, too yeah sometimes but then again with that you don't have as much of a financial right uh, that's really hard guess, but then so. also you have your absolute monsters that are just like you know i had a, a guy uh a couple months ago a really big tuber i don't really know if i want to say who like name point but he's got millions yeah. of subscribers and he's in in the area oh, and he he's he's starting a whole new side thing and he's like i really think you would make for like a good like editor for, for the channel. And like, like I'd like to just like pay you to come out and essentially like record our vlogs, do our stuff. At the time I was like, I can't commit to something right now. Cause like it's, it was summertime. I was like, I'm hustling. I can't make a decision during summertime. Like I'm relaxing yeah. right now. You know what I mean? Like this is the time of year. And then I, I got to get out of summertime, like out of August area and like dot, like figure out if I want to kick my shit into gear or like make money. Like, Cause you know, obviously doing what, what, what we do, like you got to kind of make that decision sometimes like today oh, I got to sure. decide, do I want to work on this podcast and take time to do this? Or do I pick up a gig or something like that? You know, like that's yeah. the analyzing of like, you know, what creators in itself do. So like, but either way I had a YouTuber with millions of subs. We didn't even talk numbers yet. And oh. he even was just like, I, I want, like, I want you to come out to the place and record X amount of times a month and get B-roll and just like, I send you footage and, and you edit it and then we can see what we, what we can build from there. I think he went mm -hmm. with somebody else, obviously, because I haven't, haven't heard from him in like a month or two, which is what it is. I didn't, I didn't get, check, you know. Check your spam. <laughs> it check was spam Twitter, Twitter DMs, so there's no spam there. Gotcha. But any, anyways, anyways, like it's that opportunity. There's so much opportunity in this industry for Three guys like me, Rob, and Jayhawk to kill it together. There's, dude, there's yeah. so many opportunities for people that are smaller to do. Like, I use Deadly as uh, as an example. Like, his Discord shit is like through the roof. Like, Deadly Dill yeah. Gaming, one of our friends. Sure. Like, 
dude, he could find a hundred people to manage their discord servers. For example, for like $20 a month, do the math. Mm -hmm. It's it, pretty easy math. It's pretty easy to math at that point. It's crazy. <laughs> like the business yeah. opportunity in this community that a lot of people haven't thought of yet. Oh, I know. Crazy. For sure. Even just even, uh, yeah, like setting up someone's discord or managing something. So many people, so many of these people out here are, um, undercharging like grossly oh, dude. disgustingly Edit editors they don't, they don't know any bit they don't know any better so yeah. you know i don't really i'm not really at fault no. um um but, but yeah just little tiny things you could do that you know because everybody wants to be like the big streamer that's making a bunch of money or like you know be making you know a ton of money from like youtube videos they don't think about all these other little things and maybe probably something that they're genuinely really good at or passionate about that may not be very glamorous but they can actually you know apply those things to other uh other creators or other services and stuff and make it pretty good pretty good killing so a lot of people but, a lot of people have egos and they want to like really be in the picture yeah. and they don't want to take a step back and and help themselves out be less stressful by like using their creative ability so like i use an example of myself i my stream channel only has 8k subs for a handful of time when i was uh, grinding Apex stuff a couple months ago, I was paying forty to fifty dollars, sometimes like thirty, per YouTube thumbnail render for for these kids, mm. and I didn't even question it. Of course, I'll pay for that because it's going to help my video. But yeah. there, you got so many creators that are so stubborn because they're like, "No, I got to spend all day streaming. I got to spend all day making my YouTube videos," and they're not willing to take a step back to say, "Like, well, I know how to render thumbnails. I could, I could make." A couple i can make an extra grand a month doing that nope they're too stubborn yeah no doubt no you can make an extra thousand dollars a month easily doing the easiest shit ever so like, for <laughs> like for for confidence sake with that like I'll, I'll just be completely transparent to everyone for the last two years about 800 to 1500 dollars a month i have coming in just from old old stuff just from Amazon affiliate links, other affiliate links. Uh, yeah, the, the, pretty much affiliate links. Yeah, from doing yeah. a whole bunch of a little, a little, little shit just adds up. Just going out of my way, and then, um, and then my website now because I got digital goods. That's just passive income. It's just, I mean, one month it could be fifty, another month it could be hundred. You could put out a couple new yeah. packs, could be five hundred that month. It's just all that little stuff adds up. And the biggest, the biggest reason why I like talking about that stuff on on this podcast on my channel is because people just don't understand how strong it is. Like when you have that little stuff that's trickling in and takes care of the the, the heating bill, the electric bill, the internet right. bill, that's less stress for you. And that's yeah. like key uh, I, to being your ultimate self, less stress. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Like I'll get, a, I'll get paid from TikTok every month and I'll literally forget that you can make money on TikTok. And I've been doing this for like, I don't even know, probably over a year now. Um, of like make, making some sort of money from them still to this day i forget that they actually will pay you until i get like an email saying like hey yeah. you, you have this much money it's it's never that much money because tiktok barely pays but it's like it's enough money to get groceries for like you know a month like i mean it's something it doesn't seem like much like on paper but you're like you know what like realistically this is actually pretty awesome and it's just you know i'm still just making content and having fun and stuff but yeah but you can but you can have a bunch of different outlets just like that but deadly deal like discord thing you know the di running a discord is not like a very cool thing but if he wants he can become you know a content creator that's that's creating something 
and uh be in this scene and everything and actually make a living doing something as simple as managing some discords and then like who knows if like fucking nike needs someone to manage their discord and be like yo look i just managed 300 discords <laughs> of these you know some creators are bigger than others and whatnot like look at my resume now you have this other opportunity it's like you never know what these little these little hot pod things are going to turn into in 2018 i still use this story every day or 2016 excuse me i use this story every day talking about this stuff uh yeah you're so right like people really underestimate how much they're putting their work and knowledge out there could actually benefit them and like yeah, people are so down on themselves, so they don't they don't have that confidence. They don't think that that is a potential. But it's like yeah. in 2016, I, I there me and some other designers started this really big. We all started like doing these trends that really got Twitter cooking. I think you remember this. Some people might remember this, where we did like shoe advertisements and stuff like that. Because we're like everybody's just in oh, shoes, yeah, and yeah. we started like using shoes and like Dude. started like taking photos with shoes and lighting, you know, like a couple guys that really like took this next level were like rated and Caesar and just a handful of guys. But then it became this huge freaking trend, huge trend for a while. But like we all like started doing this. One of my first ever projects, I got contacted by the university of Miami in Florida that offered me a, yeah, that offered me a job because of one Behance project, one Behance project. They wanted to move me down to Florida to not only do creative work with them, they wanted me, somebody with no high school or with a high school degree, but no college degree, our high school diploma, no college degree. That's how fucking dumb I am. They wanted to pay me. That was the most ironic thing I've ever heard. They wanted to pay me 40K a year to teach people how to do social media design. They wanted a, a college Wanted to hire the now for anybody who's curious, I was deeply into the relationship with Megan. If you guys don't know Florida, rate of living, 40K is not covering two people. It was just something like by the the X amount of time that we had to to move down there. Either way, the whole point yeah. is like the opportunity you can get from just doing something you fucking love is insane. But so many people, the battle, 99% of the people, the battle is lost in the mindset before they even fucking start. There's no way I could do this. There's no oh, yeah. way I could be successful. So fuck it. I'm just going to kick and scream and bitch about people getting million dollar contracts on things like Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that that's a whole different topic, but like imposter syndrome. Oh uh, yeah, always uh, wanted to, uh, we all deal with that. By the way, anybody listening, we What's all that? deal with that imposter syndrome. Uh, syndrome. Oh, yeah, every every fucking day. And that's not even an exaggeration. There's plenty of things that go on where I'm like, I don't even We're, know why. Like, don't deserve this. I don't think I'm gonna meant like yeah. th- th- this is too big. Th- this is bigger than me. There's no way I could do this anymore. Like, yeah, there's I, just I even tweeted that all the time. I tweeted this out. Uh, tweeted this out kind of recently, but it was like how. Uh, bad i am at accepting compliments when that when that happens um it's mainly awkward to me because i don't actually like i'm a confident guy but there's certain things that people bring up or say something about me sometimes or i'm just like i just don't really believe it believe it right when they say it i'm like dude what like why do you feel this way about me or how do you see this or whatever like i'm really not i'm not that guy pal you know what i mean and it's such a it's a horrible thing. I don't really know how I really deal with it, but it, it happens all the fucking time. I guess yeah. that's my main point. It's like you may see somebody, um, you know, like myself that has like almost 300,000 on TikTok and some other stuff going on and whatever. But even me, I'm like, I don't even know 
I don't know, it's just weird when, when you get acknowledged for certain things or, or praised in a certain way. It's like, dude, I don't really, I don't get why you're saying this or whatever, but I think that's such a, such a common thing. I don't yeah. Know. And I, I think, I think talking about it is, is, is healthy because like some people wouldn't expect that of you. It's just like, it you know, even, even me backtracking how I mentioned earlier that people make that comment of like, I don't know how he doesn't have this or that. Like I, that like that's where yeah. my imposter syndrome comes in. When like I, you know, Frozone tweeted me out like last month and said that uh, the, the one of the lead guys of, I can't remember, Logitech or something just tweeted me out the other day and said that uh, Lucci, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention DMs. He's saying, he, he's saying that. And like where I'm like, I'm, I'm like, yeah. my, my heart rate goes up. I'm like, dude, that's so cool. My other side is like, I didn't do, I, I tricked these guys. I didn't do anything to deserve that. Right. There's nothing yeah. I fucking did in this world to deserve those guys going out of their way and saying that to me. Like, this is like, these guys are fooled by something. That's my imposter syndrome. That's what I Dude. I deal with that all the time. And, and yeah. you, you're hearing Rob say that he did. We all deal with it. What, what you just said is like verbatim of what I think. You know yeah. what I mean? Like pe people come into my stream or I'll get rated. I'll get rated like 10 times one night. And every single time people are like, do I love it here? Like you're, you're my favorite streamer in the world. Like all this kind of stuff. And I'm just thinking, I'm sitting here. Like, I feel like I'm just a, normal guy like i don't i don't get why people are saying it's such a weird it's a mind it fuck, is dude. it's so it's so weird you but know there's, but there's, at the same time like there's are moments where i'm i'm confident and i see somebody doing something i'm like i could totally do that i can, I can kick ass kick ass doing that same thing and become this person and stuff but then like once you're in the moment it's like like i get people all the time asking me to be on podcasts and stuff and there's been several times where like i just didn't do it because i'm like i don't even know what we would talk about like i haven't done anything i haven't accomplished anything like Oh, I don't know dude, why you I'm like that on a all the fucking what, time. Whatever. And, but then, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just a, such a weird, such a weird dynamic, but it's, yeah. a, it's a real thing. And I, I guess I do just want to make it public that uh, I feel that way. And uh, you do too, as well. I think it's a, it's a very important thing. So there's, there's also an opposite um, end of the, of the spectrum where it's like the imposter syndrome where we're like, we don't believe what we are and the positive aspect, like we can't, we can't take compliments. And then there's the other side where it's like, why hasn't, why hasn't fucking Tim Ninja and Nick fucking played a game with me yet? You like, yeah. what the fuck are they doing? We could make such yeah. great vibes. What are you guys doing, man? I know for a fact that me and Rob and, and Tim would vibe out. I know for a fact, me and Rob and, no and, and Nick yeah. would vibe out like there. So then there, like, sure. you know, that's just like a minor example. Like there's, there's a weird, like imposter syndrome and in every aspect of like, the, the thought it's almost like um you ever get that with that, creators that though that? like do you ever get like we're just like dude like it's just only a matter of time before i play with one of these guys because like i just vibe with them so oh, much i i, I do that <laughs> same th yeah all the time. A, it's, it's so weird to say this but like there's there's stuff all the time that where i'm like it's only a matter of time until i accomplish this or reach this or whatever because i'm a huge believer in like manifesting things but, yeah but i also genuine genuinely believe that I think the imposter syndrome comes mainly from when other people are praising me and saying things about me that maybe I didn't think about or, or I rarely think about or something. And I'm like, why do you think that? Like, yeah, how do true. you think that? What do you see? Like, whatever. But then, yeah, there's other things where I'm like, dude, I know if I played a game with this guy or played against this person, I would do fine or, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, <clears throat> it's just this very strange thing. We, mentally, it's a, it's but, a um, weird balance. Yeah, I'm in my head all the time. Like I, I overthink things all the time. I do. I've I've had a uh, several times where I think a meeting is going to go really poorly, 
and then I leave it like on top of the world because I crushed it. You know what I mean? But I'll, I'll think of myself like, why does this company even want to hire me for my services? Like, I'm not that good. Like, I, I, I don't know if I could even do this, even though I have a track record of doing the same thing like a million times. It's just, it's just interesting, dude. But this whole shit is a the mental aspect of content creation and and uh, just not even content creation, just in in general, is uh, such a such a big thing. I think it's it been, is uh, spoke on a lot more as of late. It's becoming you know coming to the surface a lot more. People are talking about mental health and how they're um just their feelings and stuff. But uh, I think I think yeah. that's I think I, it's I do a, like talking about it. I do like talking about it. I I think it's a healthy. I think it's a healthy balance too to like to talk about these things. Um, but it I, I I do agree with some people, like it gets tough because like you have uh especially in this whole TikTok world now, you have a lot of people that just try to to use it for growth on their content too. You know what I mean? Oh, they try to use well, the, the whole, idea. Yeah, they try to yeah. use the idea of like mental health and like communicating with people and being like sad and sappy as as a way to like bring in followers like wow yeah. i really feel for that like they get smart there's there's a marketing for like anything anymore so it's yeah. like it's tough because you gotta one thing that i That's i, so I true. one thing that i always like i do get annoyed with creators is like we're having an honest discussion on on how sometimes we feel about ourselves but that's just because we're having a conversation and like sometimes you can have that conversation with viewers and i guess i'm not saying whether you can do something or, or not with your viewers but like there's mm. such a weird handful now, especially since 2020, where like streamers almost rely on their viewers to be like their their therapist or something. Like you gotta listen to me and you yeah. gotta tell me like good things. And it's like that's not that's not that's not their job. I think a lot of uh a lot of people have show up to your content, you know. What I mean they're supporters of you. They may be I hate using the word fans. I think that's so weird. But that even that even goes back to my last point about like like I don't think I'll ever have a fan. Right. Or if somebody, people have said they are a fan of me. And he, literally right now, right when I said that, that felt weird to even say. Yeah. It's like, why that type of shit? Um, but a lot of those, you know, those people are who show up to your content and in your streams. So when you're talking to some of these people, I think a lot of people, not maybe not all of them, but a lot of these people are going to take the approach of, you know, saying whatever they think you would like and that type of shit. But right. But when you have a good friend, like yourself or like other people in my life it's like if i'm bringing up little topics i know i know everything they're saying is genuine you know what i mean and they'll give it to me straight and whatnot and uh, the people in this community need difference. need friends yeah for sure like they need yeah. they need that separation of just like uh, acquaintances and a community and like they also need friends you know what i mean yeah. like i i've mm -hmm. i found that uh i found that throughout the years of like even bringing members of my community closer through like numbers and stuff and that, and that, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I, I, it's, it's weird to call like Sooner a fan. Like, he's a good example. Sooner's not a fan. Like, he's a part of yeah. the community, the like the community altogether. You know what I mean? Like, not even just like yeah. my community. He's a member of my community. You fucking cocksucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just well, it's, yeah. Sooner's way, yeah. He's way beyond, yeah. Even just being a supporter, he's like an actual, really good homie now. You know right. I mean? That's and that's what I'm saying. Like. Um, in this community, like some people have to develop those friendships, like because that's that's the people you relate with. J Jayhawk, yeah. you, I mean, I'm, I met you guys through this community. I I, I talked to you guys more about personal shit in my life than I've talked to you know my best man, you know, in my wedding and like my family yeah. and shit like that. Like, and and a lot of creators need more of that. 
and need to stop yeah. relying on their community to be that like scapegoat for them. Like that's why you still, I think, I think we even talked about this last week. Yeah, yeah. Epos, Epos Vox or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, he tweeted yeah. it. Fuck, I was like, man, we're having to. All right, moving on from that conversation because we've already talked about it and we're not a replicating podcast. Moving on. Uh, let's, let me just drop, uh, let's see, what do we, <laughs> shorts. Rob, shout out to you. Giving me that, giving me that, uh, giving me that app last week. Holy fuck! Uh, oh. I'm gonna let anybody know. I can't because it will it will lower the screen. Shit. Yeah. Hey, What's you, it? Just so you know, um, these guys it just show up. So if it does get loud or something, you might have to just cut it off. But it's not a big deal. They're okay. So for anybody that doesn't that does, that's listening, that's so confused about what Rob just said right now. Bad podcast host, by the way. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, shit. Uh, Rob's getting housework done. Um, so he's got to get a better, uh, he's got to get a bigger floor and bed frame installed for that wagon that he's lugging around. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, that's literally exactly what it is. So no, we, I have a, there's like construction going on in my house and it's about like 10 feet away from where I am. And it's super loud. So I don't know if, I don't know what it's going to be like audio wise, but uh, yeah, that's just, that's just what's going on. But anyways, what is, so for anybody that doesn't remember, or I don't think we even talked about this on the podcast. I thought we, I think we talked about it after the podcast was over last week. Um, Rob gave me a link to us. Can you tell me what that is? What the, what the site is? Yeah, it's, it's snap app. Okay. And it's tick, uh, T I K like TikTok. like TikTok, Yeah. Yeah. But snap app. And basically what it does is it takes your, you can take a, uh, so if you want to get into YouTube shorts and you're making TikToks. Or you've already made a bunch of TikToks. Um, instead of uploading, because you can download a TikTok, but it has like a watermark on it. Instead of uploading that with a watermark to YouTube, which which I personally just think looks kind of amateur, and it's like it looks lame. Know. And for anybody that yeah. doesn't know, this I didn't know this. this YouTube YouTube knows this. So for anybody that in the future wants to become part of the Shorts Creator Fund, which if anybody also doesn't know, the YouTube Shorts Creator Fund is a well-paying fund for people that get a lot amount of views on their YouTube Shorts. If in order to become a part of this, you cannot have watermarks on your Shorts. So any of you guys out there that. that are replicating your TikToks to YouTube Shorts, while you may be getting some attention, it can be holding you back. So st- fucking stop it. Yeah. So... So there's this, this website where you can take, it's so easy. You copy, you copy a URL from a desktop. Actually, you can do this on your phone too. Yes, I did, I did I, it on my phone. Yeah, but you can also do it on a desktop. It makes it real easy. But you can take your TikToks, put them on this, uh, in this website, and then it shoots it out. It downloads to your phone or to your computer on the same exact content without the watermark. I have no idea how they do it or whatever, but that doesn't matter. So I, I discovered that. And because um, I wanted it to look, cleaner i wanted to almost look like on youtube like oh like i made it for youtube you know what i mean i didn't right. want the watermarks i don't even like the watermarks when i post stuff on my stories like you know i just i just don't like the way that looks because the, they float around they're distracting and stuff so um but that's how you that's how you clean up your uh youtube shorts and i think it makes a big difference aesthetically and um the night i found this out i actually or i had one youtube short do really well and i used it and then um i was like wait a sec I'm about to go super hard with YouTube shorts. And, I, and in that one night, I stayed up till about 4 a.m. I downloaded 89 TikToks from my page. 
I went, I went down to the first TikTok I ever made. I went through every single one. I downloaded every I single one that, that I thought was still relevant or content that I actually thought was good that may not have done that well. Um, I downloaded 89 of them, uploaded every single one to YouTube that same night, privated them all. So they were all just drafts. And then um, slowly but surely, I've just been scheduling uh, like two a day now on. And, um, and yeah, so, so that's kind so, of a side tidbit, but. So, yeah. so, so for reference sake, for anybody wondering why I brought this up, Rob told me this after the stream last week. Uh, I then went straight to there and I was like, I'm going to test it on a couple things couple videos the first two videos that i took with no tiktok watermarks these are tiktoks that i made months ago and so this is the benefit by the way anybody that's listening like you can just export it uh you can just export a video first and then upload it to youtube shorts and then also upload it to tiktok so you, you know what i mean like you can but for some people that only make tiktoks from tiktok like they don't have the stuff to make it from there like that's how you take using rob's app anyways yeah. Rob told me this. I took two TikToks and I have the first TikTok is now at 22,000 views. The second TikTok are short YouTube short. First YouTube short is at 22,000 views. Second one is at 25,000 views. <laughs> and a week from doing yeah. this. So it makes a big difference. It, it makes, makes a big difference. It, it makes a, it makes a huge difference. And this is just, this is just a, a good tip for any people that really have taken advantage of TikTok that yeah. are like, now I got to start making all this content for YouTube shorts. Yeah. But also no, like you can go back and, and take, like, I wouldn't just like spam your YouTube page with, with shit, but definitely like go back and find like solid shit. That could be a good YouTube short and, yeah. and put it on YouTube. Like you have nothing to lose. Like if you're not uploading to YouTube anyways, like you literally have nothing to lose, but a, a, like Rob said, a few hours of, of his time. That was it. Yeah. And like Rob has, Rob has benefited uh, in the last, like, what would you say, month, month and a half? How long? Did, how yeah, long did about, um, I think about five weeks it's been. I think it's about, about been, been about five weeks, and I'm up, like, about 11,000 subs. 11,000 subs, like, how many millions of views? <laughs> Seven um, million views? Because you no, don't have I a million views. Last, last 28 days, 4.7 million views. So. Yeah. 44,000 watch hours. Which I don't know if I don't think that applies to watch time or whatever, but but um yes it does that is watch time or, or uh, partner right yes yes it does I just actually ironically oh. to talking wow. a, a short today so like so for anybody that thing. didn't didn't watch my shorts or tick TikTok on that yet um with YouTube Shorts there's this oh my god the amount of ignorant people out online that's this is what I hate about TikTok the amount of people that have a following I had a guy with thirty thousand. Followers on TikTok arguing with me about things, giving bad information. And in my head, I'm just like, he probably gives this information to his followers. He's probably got TikToks that did well because he says these things. So like, you know, it's it's like the you biggest one. The, yeah, the biggest one all the time is like people can't stream on YouTube if they're Twitch affiliate. That's the dumbest fucking thing that I get every every day. Oh, people yeah. like, I would stream on YouTube, but I'm a Twitch affiliate. Okay, well, like pay attention, shithead. Like I, at this point, I don't even explain it to people. I don't even respond to people. Like you're an idiot at this point for listening to other idiots. But anyways, uh, with the YouTube shorts, I had a guy last night with 30,000 and he said, and, and on top of this, I was like, I'm just going to look in this guy. So he had 30,000 on TikTok. I went to his YouTube. He also has YouTube shorts with hundreds of thousands of views on his YouTube shorts. And he has a, a few thousand subscribers on his page as well. And I'm just like, so you should know better, but you don't, you don't educate yourself. That's how 
That's how ignorant people what? are. Yeah. So he so himself he did. Was you, saying, he he was saying that saying? YouTube Shorts do not count towards the partner program. That's what he was saying. So the odds are is he's already part of the partner program, so he didn't do any research whatsoever. That's that's probably what the odds are. Oh, okay. So for I'll, anybody, yeah, was, okay, that makes well, sense. Because I was thinking like he wasn't a part of it. Like he, but if he is now, ass- he should know better. I would. If he was already ass- a part of it, then I, I, I would have I mean, to assume I so. I would have to assume so because there's no right. way you could say that they're not a part because you could clearly see that you're not getting that based off of your videos because you can click on a tick or on a YouTube short and see how many subs and shit you're getting from them. You could see that. Yeah. So if on yeah. your YouTube shorts, like you one video, you get hundreds of subs. It's like, okay, well that attributed and, and you're at a thousand subs. It's like, well that obviously attributed to a percentage. So for anybody that's listening, YouTube shorts, 135.7% count towards the YouTube partner program because you gain oh, a fuck ton of subs from YouTube shorts. Yeah. So, like, that covers the subs, which is, for a lot of people, that's a hard part. Getting people to subscribe is really, really I was tough. It would, I was thinking it would uh, take care of a lot of the watch time, too. More and than it, the subs. And it, but, like, and the it, subs, for sure. And it does, because, like you just said, how much watch time did you get in the last 28 days? Uh, 44,000 hours. 44,000 44, hours. So you need 4,000 hours of watch time. Um, I don't even know how to do this math. I don't know. Somebody in, can listen was, and do the math. 4,000 or 2,000? 4,000. 4,000 hours and 12 months, a whole year. You have a whole year to hit 4,000 hours of watch time. Okay? Yeah. So the thing that people don't understand and are confused about is YouTube Shorts feed watch time does not count. Again, the YouTube Shorts feed watch time. So in this TikTok, you guys can go to my my TikTok at biggie.co or go to my YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash biggie uploads. That's my new URL for my main channel. And I have a YouTube short and a TikTok up that explains this if you're confused. But any video on YouTube is broken down where the traffic came from. You can It's literally an analytic on the back end that anybody can check. You click the video, click the YouTube short, and, and go to reach. Let me go on the back end. YouTube yeah, Studio. Reach. YouTube Studio, go to content or go to uh click the video analytics yeah, excuse reach. me and go to no no it's on it's on overview it's on overview there's a thing on the right that says real time updating live shows the views oh then there's yep. something underneath that says top traffic sor- sources youtube uh or it says shorts feed browser feature channel pages youtube search director unknown now that breaks it up. So like on one of our shorts on on this channel here, a really big podcast, you should subscribe to it. It's beautiful. Um, it says 41% of the views of the traffic came from the YouTube shorts feed. That means 41% of the watch time from this does not count. Does not count. Mm. That other percent counts. And then here's the thing with YouTube shorts. Like the guy last night was trying to argue with me. He's like, yeah, but... Okay, so what is that? Like 75% of the, the because I showed him a, a a YouTube short where 75% of the views came from the shorts feed. So he's like, okay, so you only get 25% or something like that. That's, uh, you, that doesn't matter at that point. Yes, it does, you fucking idiot. Because Rob, in the last 28 days alone, got 44,000, 44, you said? Yeah. 44,000 hours of watch time. What is what is what is ten percent of that? Four thousand. 
4,000. He got, he got his watch time in one fucking month from YouTube Shorts. True. And one and, month. And I had a lot of, uh, I had a lot of YouTube Shorts actually do way better on, on YouTube than TikTok. Right. Not many. Like, I, I uploaded mainly ones that were, like, either pretty popular on TikTok or whatever. But there was definitely some where they got, you know, 15, 20,000 views on TikTok. It was, like... I don't even know. Crazy. Not even close. So, oh yeah. I mean, let me, let me, let me, let me look at the comparison right now. Uh, I have a, I have a YouTube, I have a YouTube short about Nick Merck's going to, to Twitch <clears throat> that's blowing up on YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I know which one you're talking about. It's currently at, um, it's, it just hit 40,000 views and it's still on an uptick. Yeah. Um, and then if I go to TikTok. The original one that I posted is only at 2K views. And then I, I was like, I'll put this one up. It's only at 589 views. So like, yeah. but then there, there are also people, there, there are also moments where it's like uh, a TikTok has done really well. Like, you know, I put out some Apex stuff oh, on, yeah. on TikTok and like it, it's got like 300,000 views and it got like 1,500 on, on YouTube. The point is, yeah. the point is this, this vertical content is like the easiest fucking content in the world to produce and put up. It takes very little of your time. And in a world where people are bitching because so-and-so made a million dollars this year, but like you're even too lazy to put in that kind of work, like shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Shut another up. Another thing too, another thing too, like even if the watch time, even if you're not getting like as much watch time as you think you should, because it's not, you can't get the feed views or whatever. Um, you're still accumulating subs. You know you're I mean? still so like I've gained. You're still putting gotten, your your brand out there to people. Yeah, yeah, there's so many things that like you can't really discount. You know, like I'm up almost, I think almost eleven thousand subs or something like that. So like if I if I were, if I still needed watch time for some reason and I just happen to get a bunch of subs and uh, but I still needed watch time, like my chances now of getting more views on every video, but but long form videos um, specifically. <laughs> Like that's gonna go up, you know what I mean? So, so it'll make it easier to um, get the, the views and stuff. But. The whole idea with content creation and, like I mentioned earlier, and just like doing some anything in life, uh, I, it was actually ironic. I had the opportunity for um, kind of full turnaround. One of uh, one of the first like fitness people that I watched back in the day when I started losing weight, Silent Mike. I found out is. Uh, First, oh, foremost, I saw your exchange. Yeah. first cool. and foremost really cool. follows me. I didn't, I don't even think I knew he followed me. And then second off, like he looks up to me for YouTube content. Put that into perspective. This guy's got 160 K subs and he's calling yeah. me the YouTube guru with 30, 30,000 subs. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. The, the perspective. I actually, uh, I had a long conversation with him about uh, TikTok, and he just asked me about his content one day. I think he DM me on Instagram or something. And uh, when I used to have, I used to have a brand, you know, in the fitness world, for those of you who don't know, and uh, Silent Mike was, and still is a very prominent figure in the fitness world. So big, like, big. Yeah, I never big thought this would even happen. So it's a very yeah. similar thing to what you're Full saying. Full turnaround. But, Full but turnaround. Like, Crazy. I'm giving him a bunch of advice on like how to, how to grow on TikTok and do stuff with content and whatever. And uh, yeah, shout out to Silent Mike. He's a huge Halo guy too. So I fuck big, with that. Big shout out. <laughs> big shout out. Um, yeah. But like the best thing that I told him to put it in perspective that he would know 
And I, I, just, I, I guess as educating side of people, that's what yeah, we got. That's, that that's what we got to do. So like what I told him was because he understands fitness is like here's the thing with YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, like everything. Okay, but first and foremost, like uh, a single workout session is not going to get you lean. A single workout mm. session is not going to make you lose a hundred pounds. You have to be going into your workouts every day, changing things up, knowing you're working out this body part, you're working that body part on the, on the knowledge and understanding that over time you are going to build your physique up. You don't, you don't question if you really want to lose weight, if you really want to get fit, you don't question the idea that today's gym session is going to help you in a year from now. Mm. The pro like that is a good analogy to look at like content. The problem is too many people, especially with this whole TikTok phase and everything, too many people want to start, want to show up today for their session. They don't see results. So now this thing doesn't work. They're on to the next thing. They, they want to show up for a week and work out and maybe feel good and a little progress. And that's great. And then they all of a sudden they've learned everything. So now they're telling, like we see it all happen all the time oh. in fitness. Like the guy that's been to the gym for one month and he wants to tell everybody what he's, what he's fucking doing wrong. <laughs> I got a buddy that's yeah. like, I got a buddy that's never been fat in a day of his life. And he's giving me fucking calorie stuff. And it's like, it, like, okay, good. You're, you're there. Like you've, you've been fit your whole life. I get it. But have you ever like, he's never gone to school for any of that stuff. He's just. That, that like he's just been fit, so he's trying to tell me like you shouldn't eat that type of stuff. It's bad for you. Shut the fuck up, Tyler. Love you, homie, but no, you're you're wrong. <laughs> like he's a t still the guy that believes that like salt's bad for you. You know what I mean? Because uh, like okay. he, you, yeah, exactly. The, yeah, your reaction is a, a, a normal 2021 human reaction. But uh, <laughs> it's it, it, what I'm getting at is this relates that was debunked like yeah so many years, years ago. ago. Um, yeah. What I'm getting at for anybody that's like, I don't care about health and fitness when you're fucking bringing this up is it's it relates in so many ways to how content is. You're going to have people that like people going to the gym for one month and thinking know, know what they talk about. You're going to have people that got lucky and got a little bit bigger. Well, not got, not necessarily got lucky, but showed up to TikTok, took advantage of it. Mm -hmm. And now they know fucking everything. I had to have a big, con uh, a big fucking explanation with, um, oh God, who's that guy that, uh, that um, Bad Bear has been collaborating with. Um, they call him the, the real Habibi. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know that guy? Uh, I do I now. Just connected with him. I think he's. I think he's pretty funny. I, don't, I yeah, he's, really he's hilarious. He's hilarious. But unfortunately, I had a, a, a rough start with him. I he dude, big shout out to him. Big shout out to him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I had a rough start with him because I seen him on Twitter giving people advice about YouTube. So I click as YouTube and he's not somebody that should be giving advice flat out, flat out. He hasn't been doing this long enough. So I, I was even live and I got heated and I went into a rant of like, this is, this is what's wrong in this community is like now, because he's got an impressionable following from TikTok and he's saying these things about YouTube. Everybody's going to follow what he's saying, all these people, because they see that he's got a following on one platform. Right. Yeah. So they're like, now he must know YouTube, but he fucking doesn't. And like, he, thankfully for him, he came to the stream and I even explained, I'm like, this is why I get angry because so many people with followings that don't actually understand how things work, give false information. And it pisses me off. No different than like, I'm actually going through weight loss. I've struggled. Like I, due to my own discipline, I've gone up and down, but I get fucking pissed when people give other people bad fitness advice too. Hey, you want to yeah. lose weight? Just like. Stop fucking eating Twinkies, fat ass. Eat chicken and rice. That's not a good fucking tip, dumbass. I know that makes sense for some people, but some people have a fucking addiction. It's very subjective. It's it's situational based. 
just like something like YouTube. You can't, I, I went into fucking deep, like he, again, shout out to him. He came to my stream. We had a healthy conversation, but like I went in on the thing like, dude, congrats on your success with TikTok. You still don't know shit about YouTube. You haven't done something not long enough. The biggest thing about YouTube, the biggest yeah. thing that I guess this whole episode correlates with today is consistency. You can't say something works because you tried it for even one month on YouTube. That sucks. I get that. Yeah. I really understand that. That's a lot of work you got to put in and a lot of trust on hoping that it's good. But it's the same thing with the gym. That's what this, that's what I'm getting full turnaround explaining why I talked about it. You don't go to the gym every day to hope that it pays off in one month if you got big goals. If you got big goals, it ain't going to pay off one month on YouTube. You have to show up and you have to build build that callus, that grit, that routine, that discipline that says, I'm going to show up and work for this. And then over a course of time, it's just like the algorithm knows you. Now it knows where it wants to per push people. Yeah. Now it knows where like you're you're going to, to grow. It, it gets it now. That's what you got to do when it comes to content. A lot of people don't want to do that. Yeah, and you, you simply can't learn that until you've put in time. You mm -mm. know what I mean? There's no, you can't, you, you just can't know that much about YouTube for the first month. No, like, no, I've been you spending can't. so much time on analytics and clicking everything and just trying to figure things out like constantly because I, you know, hopefully I know I got it down pretty down. But I haven't really put out there like, I haven't, well, I haven't put out there that if anybody needs tips or anything on shorts, like people have oh my a God. lot. It's so funny. I, I, I'll, fucking, I'll out, I fucking ripped into sooner for that, but go on. I, I put out, <laughs> I put out a few, uh, I think two, maybe, maybe just, nah, I think two, uh, like analytical posts on Twitter. And I'm like, Hey, shorts are crazy. Like, look at these views, whatever. And like, it's funny. Keep, hey, keep, it's keep talking. People, keep talking. I gotta, I gotta change my battery. Keep talking though. Okay, yeah, my cam's gonna yeah. go up. Yeah, no, it, it's funny how many people, um, right after I posted these things on Twitter that were like my numbers, it was like X amount of views, 5 million views in one month, whatever. I got more follows. And right when a lot of these people follow, they DM me, hey, dude, like, I would love to pick your brain on, on YouTube. First of all, that's annoying as fuck. Second of all, um, I don't even really want to give too many tips because I'm not, I'm pretty confident, but I don't, I don't, I can't say with 100% confidence um what i'm saying is working even though it has worked i don't i don't know if like definitively it is what works you know what i mean like it's, it's not it's, a fact it's, it's just like my case study that's all it is like i don't it, know what your kind of contact is content is i don't know if it's similar to mine i don't you know there's a lot of things i don't know some basics but i'm just if i've been doing this for a year and now Every single time it does well and whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I've earned that right to give you some like tips TikTok. on shorts. You, you know TikTok. But, you know TikTok at this point. Yeah. Right. For sure. I can, I can, I feel confident in saying, like, I can definitely give people TikTok advice. But YouTube, it's like, I'm still learning. I'm still watching a bunch of your stuff and trying to learn what you're saying. And like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And applying different things. And I just haven't earned my stripes yet. You know what I yeah. mean? And, uh, and I, I, I've, uh, I know that. I also understand the other side of it where you start and you have some success and you put out some some advice or whatever. Um, because you're like, yeah, what I did just worked. Like it works, you know, it works. But remember, remember, remember when you whatever. first started streaming? Yeah, I know. No, that, I would that rip clip. into Rob. Well, I posted I posted one clip and some guy was like, Hey, uh, how can I get uh, or what's the what was it? 
the best way to get started on streaming or whatever and it was like a month after i started it actually had pretty good success or whatever and i just told this guy like you don't really need a webcam or you should you you need a webcam yeah you're like you were like that that is one of the most important things and i was like dude you can't tell people that (laughs) yeah that was um that was definitely uh premature of me i think i actually deleted it oh um, yeah Big, big but, when, but when you're in the moment, like when I made that video, I'm like, yeah, like this it makes sense. This makes sense. Like, of course it does. You know what I mean, and then you said that, and but I was speaking more from a, um, and I probably just shouldn't have done this, but I was speaking more from like a a viewer marketing and advertising perspective, and not just like a streaming perspective. You know what I mean? It's like right because when in advertisements, you, you, the weakest advertisements you'll ever see are with people not in them. Like the, the strong advertisements you'll see on side of buildings and all this kind of stuff always have people in them. They have emotion. They're smiling. They're whatever. You want to be those people. You know what I mean? So I correlated that with or tried to with streaming, not even really knowing that there are a lot of successful guys that don't use a webcam. You know what I mean? So there was, I, I like thought it was the same, but I don't know about this whole subculture on twitch and that came with an experience and there was also the other perspective that you gave was like i don't know about y'all but i only watch people with with cams like i can't watch anybody without a cam which is like in retrospect like i I get that and that's why true but i'm not everyone right and and the only (laughs) so like if anybody ever wonders like any homies or anything and this is why i fuck with rob and rob gives me advice too especially like when it comes to like fitness or marketing or or stuff like that so like it's not always just like a me acting like I'm, I'm a friend that just like knows everything over Rob or anything like that. I take advice from yeah. Rob all the time. But, but in this in with what we're doing, you've been in it a lot longer than me. So I right. I definitely look up to you as far as like a lot of this and, stuff goes and what you're saying holds a lot more weight than, than and, what most for, people are saying. For anybody so. that's like wondering, if I ever like especially if I, I, I pub, usually I'm like talking to Rob personally and I do this, like I'll text him and shit like that. I actually just did this to a buddy the other day that put out a TikTok that was just like false. So I was just like, dude, like, hey, just letting you know what you're putting out is, is wrong. Like just because here's my here's my thought. Um, I don't want my homies to turn into those people that I'm just complaining about uh, that have grown on TikTok. I don't want yeah. Rob to use his following for misinformation to keep causing the problems. So like when I, when I talk to somebody like this, and this is what we should start doing as creators more, we should call out our friends on some bullshit. Like yeah. we should, we as creators that have friends in this space, we should call them out on that. So like when I call out Rob, cause he, you know, starts growing on TikTok and he amasses a million or a million soon, a hundred thousand followers at the time and puts out a, yeah. a, a TikTok that says, one of the first things you need to start streaming is a cam. I'm thinking about all the broke motherfuckers out there that are like, well, I'm fucked because I can't even afford that. Mm. But maybe, yep. maybe they have a phone or a laptop that they can start on. And maybe that's just enough for some reason to bring somebody through, like because they're streaming something for a couple hours. But how many people will listen to somebody like Rob or somebody else that's just getting started really and they they're they're getting a following. So like then they got to, feel like they got to give advice like that and they give that advice and then yep. that discourages somebody because of that. It's the same thing. Like Rob recently tweeted out. I, I, I totally get your side of the joke. Like he tweeted out a screenshot of no. all his, <laughs> his YouTube short success. And then and shows this is, like, this is irresponsible. I mean, I, your perspective makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. You know I mean? I, this was, this was, this was, this was the, the only thing that I would actually say, I like, it pissed me off was what was this? Because like, <laughs> 
I'm really encouraging a lot of, well, I'm with Deadly, first and foremost. Take a step back. I'm with Deadly. And this is why I switched to YouTube from Twitch. I got tired of bitching about Twitch all the time. And I find a lot of y'all creators out there that all you do is fucking bitch about Twitch and then you stay there. You're fucking pathetic. Like, it's just getting old. You're fucking annoying. Like, grow some fucking balls and build some grit with yourself, motherfucker. I understand that it may be a, a pay cut, but come the fuck, have some fucking self-respect. Some of y'all don't have it. Like, it's like, if I if I have to hear you complain about your fucking weight every fucking day and you're not doing something about it, you're fucking lazy. That's what you are on Twitch, too. I don't care how big you are. If you get on Twitch or get on social media every day and you complain about it, you have options in 2021. Shut the fuck up and do something about it, you fucking <laughs> yeah. lazy fucker. So... That's how my mentality is with it. That's why I use YouTube. I don't, and it's not a cash crop for me. I'm not fucking killing it. It's an option for me. So that's why I'm working hard at it and I'm learning more about it. And so like when I have a homie that puts it into perspective that it's not good and he has an impressionable audience, I got it. I got to speak out on that. So like, you know, Rob had shown a screenshot from his, his I mean, it was a funny screenshot. It was like millions of views and it was like $5 in, in revenue or something like <laughs> yeah. that. So then people people automatically think instantly that YouTube doesn't pay. But the problem is, is right. Roberts only did shorts in that 28 days. And I'm, I've been yeah. trying to get him to to do more to do more videos and like so mm. it, it was a double anger because I enjoy Big Rob content. I really love your long form stuff. Me and my wife love watching it. A lot of us love love watching your content. We love it, yeah. dude. It's it's you are such a fucking good entertainer. It's <laughs> I think you get down on yourself a lot. Like I could just watch your vlog every day. I appreciate that. I really yeah, could. I appreciate that. So so then when you're not fucking making content that I want to watch, and then on top of that, you're fucking <laughs> memeing about the platform that I'm trying to educate people. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. I yeah, gotta I, stop uh, you. If you follow, yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, you definitely you know I'm sarcastic. I don't think yes. I, I think I'm sarcastic 85% of the time. Like every, some, every sometimes it, most 95% of the time it's hilarious. 99% of the time how, it's this hilarious. This is how I am. But with with this topic, I should have definitely thought about it more because it is it's such a it's not just a joke it like it actually affects people's careers and they see this and they're like well i don't want to do that you know like yeah i can't so do I that just, i, I mean my my twitch subscribers pay for my rent right now i can't move on to youtube if he's only making five dollars <laughs> for five million views <laughs> <laughs> that dude's probably too did right now oh uh, probably he's probably fucking tilted uh yeah, yeah I, no. do, I do like what you said though about uh friends calling people out is deadly in the stream right now i don't think so okay. deadly never comes you, my streams. i thought you mentioned it i thought you mentioned him in the chat um but no i actually actually he's a good uh travel daddy is though um deadly deadly is a really good example actually Rob's like of, moving of on. kind of, of calling people out and stuff like that and um i didn't really call him out but he did recently had a he had a somebody somebody in his life basically doubted him and said like content creation oh you yeah shouldn't be doing this like it's a waste and i talked to him about it right away. right when i saw that tweet i texted him i'm like who said this you know what i mean just to have his back and make sure i'm not affiliated with those people and he said it's somebody not in even in streaming so right away i was like okay dude well first of all oh yeah that's, a, that's <laughs> then a... that person doesn't matter that person yeah. does not matter it's just somebody in his life that he you know looked up, looked yeah because that's to, how he I really he really advertised it as like somebody in the community that he looked up to yeah, so that could have been any. I just figured it was somebody in our whole community, but it was like just his life. Yeah, you know what I mean, like somebody close to him or whatever. And um, so he made a TikTok about like, you know, trying to prove people wrong, which is cool. 
but even in that even in that tiktok like there's a very blatant um spelling mistake oh yeah it said like it said like them but the t was a y or something or an h or something and i called him out and i texted him like hey dude we you can't be doing this kind of stuff if you really want to become what you want to become and like become a very professional like creator and and put together like top tier content like little mistakes like this like you got to be on point dude you know what i mean and and the only reason i hit him up is because i know he's passionate about and, and he'll that. take that advice and he can he's he's incredibly entertaining he's like one of the best guys on a mic that mm-hmm. i know you know he can talk forever and uh and I, I see all this potential and i know he can do it but it's like little things like that like i need to say something about that or it's gonna happen again and he said like he he just said he posted the tiktok he posted the tiktok like or made the tiktok at like 1 a.m and and you just got to realize like nobody watching that tiktok knows that or cares they don't know no one knows that no they have no fucking idea you all you do is see the execution that wasn't properly or the you know properly executed tiktok you see that it, it didn't happen and um and that's all you think you think okay this guy like couldn't spell that word like what is this you know what i mean you don't take it as seriously so i i brought that up and then i said a few other things i was like yeah you should make you should have made this tiktok 15 seconds it should not have been a minute you know what I mean, you could have had it here, and I brought yeah. up like two other, two other aspects, and I did it in a you know a nice way. I wasn't like hard about it or anything, but I brought it up. And the fact that I even said anything is like, you just need people like that in your life. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't know, but but I did that because I know he cares, and and I I, I think I would be a really bad friend if I didn't say anything because I know I, it would happen again and again and again, and he probably it probably wouldn't yield the same results as if as if he were all tidied up and you know. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right there. I'm right there with you on guys like uh, like I, I was just saying uh, when you started. Uh, Deadly's not here, but Anime Daddy, Travel Daddy, uh, with his okay. travel channel, he's in here, and uh, cool. it's like him, Deadly, John. You know, a couple. There, there's a handful of people in this community. Like like you said, like I feel like to my core that like these guys are going to have like a big part in something. It may not be, you know, like for deadly, sure. like we've talked about, I've even talked with deadly. It like, it may not even be the aspect of being like a streamer. Like that might not be a thing. Might not be a YouTuber or might, you know, but like, I feel like these guys are too good at what they do to like, yeah. for it to not like for something to not happen. So I would rather go out of my way and DM and talk or in person talk to them. And, and just like anything that I can help with, to like, and like, hey, whatever, if they want to take it, like, as like you were saying, like, they're going to take it and progress. Like, that's good. If they're going to take it as a respect, that's on them. But it's at least like the benefit of like yeah. a homie call, calling them out. Like, you know, you and Jayhawk would do the same for me. Like any, anybody, yeah, we all, anybody would. We all would. Yep. Yeah. Like Jayhawk, like I would like to see more uh, humor in his videos, you know, because I, yeah. I talk to him all the time, like, like almost every day. And we joke about things. We laugh about stuff like he's. We're on the same page as far as like what's funny. And I don't know, like I know he's a funny guy, but a lot of his videos are so commercial that I just want to see more of his personality that because I you, know. You know people would connect I more. Know, I know his people would like love, love it. it. You yes. know what I mean? Like you look at guys like guys in his same world, like Peter McKinnon, you know, the best, you know, example possible. Mm-hmm. Um, like Peter's a funny guy. Like he goofs around, he makes fun of himself. He, he'll throw in like, you know things he messed up on or whatever and it adds to it and you really feel like you really know him yeah and, um, and i know i know i really know jayhawk now and i just wish he would just 
show sometimes more he of does. That. Sometimes he throws in little jokes <laughs> like so, something about Starbucks or whatever. And like, I, I try, I, I've started that little fucking in my vlogs where I always like pick on him for Starbucks all the time. <laughs> yeah, dude. And like, some but people don't fun, get it, but that, that's the thing that brings like a thing. If I'm, you're in the, if you're a part of the homie yeah. squad, you know, and right. you know what you're talking about, but uh, yeah, like like him, like with that kind of stuff, and and you know everybody, everyone has their things they can do, be doing better or whatever. But I think being a good friend is the person that brings that up, and and you know, or just suggests it. I guess right. You obviously don't have to do anything I say or whatever, but just as yeah, a no, no, consumer, no, nobody has to. Yeah, nobody has to like listen to each other. And like, I think, I mean, even sometimes like friends can give bad advice. Like I can give bad advice. I wonder. I don't know. That's true. Have I ever so. given you bad advice? What's the worst advice that I've given you? I think you've always given me perfect advice. Really? <laughs> I, I'm a really. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really. You, I, don't know. I really try not to fucking open my mouth where it's not needed. Like, in ter- well, I mean, I, okay. c- I could comment on something, but I really like this. Is something that like even I have to work with. Like, I I stress too much about making sure that I'm not giving the wrong advice or or presenting the wrong argument. Or like mm. wrong re- response or something. That's why I don't really respond That's to shit too cool. much because it's just like yeah. I just not even trying to get involved with it anymore. Like I, I pick well, that, and choose, yeah. pick and choose my battles yeah, big that, time. That sounds anymore. like you're just being responsible for the most part. And then the other side of it is like where you spend your energy and you just yeah. Yeah, way too much going on in your life to yeah, that's, yeah, be worried that's about ridiculous. stupid shit, man. Who who was that? That was a Kevin Hart clip that went viral. I worked too hard to even fucking Joe Joe Rogan. Yeah, work. yeah, that whole like little yeah. motivational put music behind it, steal his clips and get famous off of your content and stuff. Uh yeah, that's what somebody <laughs> did with with uh with Kevin Hart. And he he said something like, I'm too fucking busy and working too hard to to stress. I don't fucking care. Like some people, some people, like I like talked last week and it happened this week, dude. Yesterday it happened last night. I put out my YouTube short video, post, ghost, whatever. Well, I went back to Twitter and I seen that two people made video responses. I didn't watch them. I don't fucking care. Again, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like people like on Twitter? On or, or TikTok, excuse me. TikTok. Really? Uh, they like made like a, a stitch or something? Yeah. I don't I don't want I don't ever watch them. And some people would be like, I, what? Dude, I, I don't I fucking watch. care. I don't care if you made a good good video. I know statistically speaking, 95% of the, pi- the the time people do the stitch, the duet to not to not make a good video. And like if you Fact. made a good video like it's, a, it's like I appreciate that. Thank you. It's not that I don't I don't I, I'm not thankful for it, but to the core culture like what TikTok has made with the whole Twitch or uh stitch and duetting on content-based things, on like knowledge-based things, if they're doing a stitch or a duet, like they're probably n- like trying to counter, like start an argument because they know it's going to yeah. put put views or up on their roast page. You or right, something. and too, something too, like you shouldn't consume. Right. <laughs> I yeah, so I, I I don't like that's the type of person I've learned to be after all these years. I don't fucking care. I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care. I don't get. I don't care how funny or how contradicting it may, may be or how much like if like you're spewing bullshit to your followers too. Like how many people actually like try to like counter react when I talk about YouTube shorts and they're like, no, it doesn't come towards the program. Let me use this video to explain why. <laughs> or, or like just make videos to mock, mock me or something like that. I don't fucking care. I have a fucking $50,000 Jeep that I'm paying for. Not a flex. I'm in fucking debt over it. I have a fucking $200,000 house I'm paying for. Again, not a flex. I'm in debt for it. I have other things to worry about than to fucking worry about your stupid fucking response to just a, a thought of mine. You can take it or leave yeah. it. 
It is what it is. You can't you can't even afford to care. No. You know? Like no, you, none you of care, us can. If you yeah. Dude, if I you, can't uh like I see it, people uh duetting my stuff all the time or whatever, and I cannot I can't watch it because it's so cringy. <laughs> I can't here's I feel the thing. so uncomfortable watching somebody watch me. Like it is so I I literally can watch for like five seconds and then I'm like, oh God, like yeah. I just have to turn it off. I can't <laughs> I I can't watch something fully on TikTok that bothers me. Like that's that's to the core. That's, that's like it's not even it's not even about like, oh Biggie, why don't you respond to people that are dogging or or this or that? I'm 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 backpedaling even more. Like, why are you fucking letting it get to you? I'm just a dude online. If you don't agree with me, fuck off. Move on. Do your yeah. own shit. Create your own content. Like, why do you, yeah. why do you got why like why do you got to fucking start an argument about what I said? Why do you got to fucking meme me? Because you have nothing more to do right now. Oh well, yeah. it's like okay, you're just creating room for a conversation. Like, I, dude, I don't need to have that conversation with you, and you don't have to be upset about whatever I said. I'm just a creator online. You could just move on from it and and create your own thing. Because that's yeah. I, I've been in that world, and that's not long lasting. That's not fulfilling too. It's a stress. That's so unhealthy, dude. It's a stressful life. Just constantly worrying, like picking battles between people. Like it's, it's a really <sighs> stressful life. I did that. I did that years ago in design. Like I got really cocky, egotistical on my old YouTube content with my sarcastic nature and my fucking rough edges. It's really, really yeah. hard to take. It's really easy to take that even more to heart. But like there was a period where I was yeah. just a fucking cocksucker. I was an egotistical asshole. And like, I was just always, it was just really stressful in my life all the time. Like just worrying about what other people were saying and just like getting yeah. into everybody's business on Twitter. Like it was just, it's just fucking depressing. <laughs> like, yeah. I've always been so uh, into like legacy. And like, I think about that a lot. Like what are, mm. like if I, when it's all said and done, like, and I'm gone, like what are people going to say you're, about me or, or know me for or whatever? And I think you I bringing just, this up actually is one of the reasons why five, six years ago, I stopped being like that. If I'm completely yeah. honest, I think I had conversations with you about how you, this perspective that you're about to say, I know you're somebody that stood by this for a long time. Forever, dude. Yeah. I just don't want to be known as like somebody in like a negative light. I just want people to, when they think of Rob, they think of a, a good person or, or something, something in a, in a positive light. You know what I mean? And that affects like, almost every action I do. I mean, I, I, you know, roast people and make fun of things on, on TikTok and whatever, but it's never really anything out of harm, malice or, yeah. and I'm never trying to like ruin someone's life or career or, or anything. It's like straight up just a, just a humorous entertainment thing. A lot of times I don't even like fully even believe what I'm saying. It's like just a straight up just for entertainment purposes and stuff. And uh, whatever, but yeah, I just, I just always think about what, how people will, uh, view me down the road and stuff like that and i think that's just uh it just helped me out a lot having that perspective and i've had that for a long time i think that's just helped me out i don't know yeah but, but I, a lot of people don't have that they're so in the moment and they're they're compounding all these like all these negative things for <coughs> years and that becomes who they are when they think of you know whoever x it's like oh the guy who is you know you, yeah. you, you, right away you get this Mem negative like remember that uh, guy that we we talked about on on tiktok that we both had blocked that guy that's just always trying, like, he, he's a trend alert guy or something like that. And he's always making TikToks about people and, like, them stealing content or not claiming so-and-so. Oh, yeah, 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 or yeah. this train came from this. Dude, that's got to be, that's got to be 
devastating to your mental health to constantly be in everybody's oh business like that. That's not it's just, it's just not good. And you can you, you, you open you can, up your you open up every app and it's just a bunch of horrible stuff. Like oh I, I, I don't get like I really get like any hate. And if I get somebody like the thing about making content and like goofing around and, and goofing on topics that really don't matter to me, like in my actual life, is that when I get hate comments, they're so silly and like I don't they just make care you laugh. About what they're, I don't care about what they're even. I don't even care about the point they're trying to prove, like ever. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> the topic at hand is not something that's great. important. So, like, I never get a hate comment. Great, like, really hateful comments. Great advice from Gerald Undone, uh, a creative YouTuber that helps that with, like so camera. Familiar. I guarantee you've seen a video of his on like lighting or cameras or gear or, yeah, or being able to have a mic stand that works. He said. Next time somebody says something hateful to you, pretend you're at a diner with a friend and somebody walks up and says that to you. So like his analogy was like, so one of those comments was you're too pale for the lighting that you're using. Just imagine you're at, at, at dinner and somebody just walks up and says, <laughs> you're too pale and walks away. You're just going to be like, what the fuck was that guy on? 99% of the co of the hate comments that you guys get that a lot of you guys got to respond to if you put that in the perspective of like just being out in public and a human being actually saying that to you you wouldn't waste your fucking time worrying about it you wouldn't that's funny that's actually you just, really you wouldn't. funny so yeah that's, I, I agree with that I, I don't ever I don't ever like stress about I don't know I, I mean I I stress about things, yeah. but I mean, not, every once in a while, stuff. something will happen, but it's a very rare thing. There are I, definitely people that like respond to everything and that I just can't imagine that being my life. So it's funny last night, for example, stress me the fuck out. so I made my one YouTube short and I, so this is how, this is how predictable people are. I made my one TikTok, and this is how I do things from time to time. So I don't pay attention to, I don't read all my comments. I post and ghost a lot. I don't listen to people like making shit content bashing me or because I, I again like we don't have time for that whatever move on i know on certain content it's only going to be x amount of time till i'm going to get a good response and then i can use that for more content i oh, posted dude. a tiktok last night knowing by the end of the evening if i just go to that video and i go to the comments i will have because that's the thing about tiktok it's making a response video i knew yeah. i knew i would get somebody that says YouTube shorts don't count towards the YouTube partner program talking about the YouTube <laughs> partner program. I knew it was going to happen. I do this all the fucking time. Yeah. And I, it took two hours to get to, to go back, came back, had the comment already had the video ready, already had the video. ready. <laughs> it didn't. I, so, you know, sorry, sorry to whoever that was that like, it's no, it's no hate towards wow. you. Like creators are so predictable in that sense that I literally, Funny, I shut dude. down. People are like, how are you so fast with shit sometimes? Sometimes right, yeah. I know when I make something that there's going to be a response because people are so hateful and so like predictable in what they're yeah. going to bitch about. And, and especially if it's a, a knowledgeable thing. Do you realize how many shorts or TikToks this last year that I made when I'm like, you move to YouTube. And then instantly after, like, or I record it in the same session. Like when I sit down, record the camera for the vertical yeah. content, I stop and I also record, I literally... Like I'm talking to nobody and I'm just like, this is wrong. Talking about like Twitch affiliate, <laughs> talking about like Twitch affiliate, like streaming on YouTube because you're a Twitch affiliate. Dude. I already know people are going to make that. So 
to, that to not waste funny. my time and respond to people and just only get the, cause my job here as a creator with what I do is to uh, uh, not, I guess, well, I guess educate it, but it's like, it's like, I want you guys to use these tools in a useful way. What are the biggest problems with that? That's what I decipher first. What's the biggest problems? People don't understand how YouTube shorts work with YouTube partner and people don't understand that you can stream on YouTube. Even if you stream on Twitch, those are two of the biggest recurring problems right now. And in the talks of like the streaming world. So I, like, I'm just, I, I'm just here to present the actual facts and try to help this weird thing where people believe shit. That's not true. So right. I, instead of stressing about things, I just, I prepare. And like, unfortunately, so many creators, especially on TikTok, are fucking insanely predictable. It's unreal. <laughs> it's unreal. It's good. You make the Dude, I, I will, I will <laughs> sit down. I will sit down sometimes and make three TikToks in a row ready, like three, wow. three forms of like whenever it's like okay, it's a it's a hot topic topic. I'm ready. Like I'm just I'm good to go. Yeah, and that's why they're up. That, yeah, that's funny, but at the same time, it is like very smart. You know what I mean? It's like that's how you're so efficient. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. But no, people are very predictable. Most times, I most times I post a TikTok, I know exactly what the comments are going to be. You yep. know what I mean? And, whatnot it's funny when people like misconstrue what i say and then there's a whole side of the comments that's like not even what i talked about and then people whatsoever and it's like whatsoever and then people like trying to blatantly explain like the point and they're just like (laughs) over your head yeah i made a I made a tiktok last night about like how much money uh nick merck's made from oh dude that was a great one (laughs) (laughs) with joe (laughs) with sleepy joe (laughs) dude so I made one about yeah about how much money Nick Merck's made from his contract, and everyone in the comments, um, like clearly doesn't understand that he signed a contract. They think all the money I brought up and joked about or whatever in the video is about from the leaks, the Twitch leaks. So the leaks actually helped me out a lot because everyone in the comments like no he <laughs> everybody in the comments is like he's he only made five million and that type of stuff but they're only talking about the leaks they don't not even talk about the contract so like there's a shitload of comments now about like not even relevant stuff yep. dude yeah like it, it worked out so well but uh yeah i saw that clip of joe biden uh last night and i just fucking pissed my pants i'm like i have to use this dude this so God, you're so good you're so fast <laughs> with that type of shit you always have been you're really good at like finding memes like meme videos you gotta yeah. start sending them to me more so that way i can i can fucking branch off them too you got yeah, to i, I, I can totally do that um <laughs> no one, one thing though I, I just love i love joe biden videos dude it's so one thing one thing with your mentality that like really resonated with me this last year and just my personal feelings too especially after last year when some of those tweets uh went viral from like the whole that one weird girl on twitch uh saying like the only five dollars one or 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 well there was like four there's like four people in like a three-month oh. span where like a lot of my like i gained like ten thousand f- followers or something ridiculous on on twitter from those s- skits and and like millions yeah. of views and it was like the the one girl that's like uh, I don't fucking stream for free. That that clip, the, the skit and the clip went viral because I was the one that yeah. tweeted the clip, so it was all over like the news outlets and shit. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Then there was the girl like, okay. mm, it's five dollars that I had as my <laughs> sub alert for a long time. Then yeah, there was, I was gonna say your sub alert. Then there was the deer girl too, <laughs> and then there was the 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 alinity. So what's, the de- 
The deer girl, one? remember the girl that would wear the deer horns and would have deer gasms and stream? And she was a part of the no. Twitch, Twitch community, uh, like moderators oh, or something like that. Oh, yeah, that oh, was good. I don't good. know anything about that. She was not on that team for a long time. Either way, either way, the point is um, uh, those four and then the Linity thing. I tried my best. I, tr I really tried so hard to put those skits in a perspective of not ripping the person, but ripping either the A, the mentality behind it, or B, ripping the platform for allowing this person to, yeah. to do what they do and not putting their, like doing their job as a platform. Right. And even after the, the Alinity thing, a lot of people don't know this. Your perspective hit home for me on like, how do I want to be remembered? And I like doing skits and I like calling people out on shit. I, I don't, however, like when people can connect my skit to a person specifically and take it the wrong way. I did mm. not like, you know, talking about Alinity again. I did not like, you know, one time, for example, I made the DMCA skit. And all I did at the end was mention Twitch letting Alinity get away with everything. And after that skit, she yeah. actually DM'd me and was like, can you just please leave me alone? And I was just like, oh my no God. Yeah. And like, not wow. out of, not, and I don't take that in offense out of her, like, oh, come on, give me a break. Like I genuinely, even making the stuff and it going out there, I didn't want Alinity feeling that I'm making these skits for her, like for me to say, you're a fucking horrible person. I made mm. those skits because it's at the end of the day, whatever you do is what you do, Alinity, right? If I was having a conversation with her, but Twitch is not doing their job and Twitch is doing some bullshit. So I'm going to call Twitch out on their bullshit. And unfortunately you are just the example of right now of a situation that happened. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, that's all that it was. That's all that it was. But that's when tough, she dude. did that, and like I was already having this feeling anyways. Like before I posted some of those skits, I tried so hard to say, okay, does this really bash her? Does this really make fun of her? And I remember the one that went viral, like she blocked me for, and I was just like, I, I guess I seen it coming, but I'm like, I tried my fucking hardest to make sure it was not about her. I tried so hard yeah. because your conversations about how, regardless if it's com like, I, Parts of me, like, I want to have a com comedic approach. I want to make comedy out of things. I, I, I'm i so bad with, like, the feelings that I feel of, like, I don't want people thinking that I just, like, call them out specifically. So, like, even again, like, when I see people do that in a negative way, a comedic way, like, specifically, like, one-on-one, -on -one, like, make a skit about somebody. It's like, <sighs> that's got to be tiring. I know you got to feel like shit a lot. I, I, yeah. I, I Like, I know you have to. I know you have to feel like shit that... The way that you're getting views is is through that because I worked so hard to make sure I didn't specifically make that person feel bad, and I still felt bad. So like this last year, if you, if anybody's noticed, if you've noticed, like I I mean brands, like I called yeah. Twitch out on a whole because it doesn't hurt somebody in particular. I call DMC, I make DMCA into an evil character. I make a, a war zone, I make a war zone CEO up because like I mean to the core these are these are actually like the bad people. You know, the the yeah. war, the fucking Activision CEO is under, like, a lawsuit right now of mistreating people. Of course I'm going <laughs> to fucking meme you, you asshole. Like, so, you know, but, yeah, I, yeah. I really fuck with your mentality. Like, you help a lot of us creators when you talk about that stuff of, like, you know, I just look at what, you know, it makes sense. Like, I look at what I do sometimes now of, like, don't want to remember it as, like, the asshole that, like, 
I think yeah. when I and make you probably don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's why when somebody fucks up now, I don't make skits on them specifically. I don't. I just there's just no point because yeah. I don't want somebody to take that the wrong way and my comedy be made as a way that like people hated. I just don't want that any yeah, like, well, for me. Well, you don't want you want people to like. I mean, if you're gonna put any comedy out there, you want people to be laughing at it. You don't want the people to watch it, and most people get mad about it. Yeah, you know what I mean, that's like that's not the type of comedy. Like, <laughs> I want to be affiliated with i mean i mean some people will or whatever but um i don't know yeah i just i just always think about that dude everything i do pretty much everything i do is like i just think about the future and and how you know how i want people to remember me that's that's really it so yeah i'll, no. I'll always be like that yeah I, I i i fuck with that big time so i don't know just i guess moral of the story for anybody is just fucking don't spend too much time trying to be a fucking hater, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> well, at, least, at least balance it out with some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, like if you're gonna fucking like if you're gonna be like you're gonna call me a rob out, of- then do do a fucking car or PC giveaway, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean if you're gonna be like you don't want your whole Twitter to be like just hypercritical of everybody. It's like yeah, you can be you can criticize every once in a while or whatever if you feel deeply about it. But at the same time, like, throw some happy shit out there. Like, joke yeah. around. Like, like be a type of person that people would want to be around. You know what I mean? Not somebody that people may be timid of or or afraid of talking to or like, whatever. Like you, like I always try to be the most like welcoming guy I possibly can. And in like, I've been I've been a big guy my whole life, right? And I've been associated with being intimidating. So like I'll I intimidate a lot of people, which I absolutely fucking hate. I'm very used to in my life being the first person to initiate a conversation. I've been doing that like forever. Most people see me and they they think this guy's big, he's got tattoos, he's kind of scary looking, whatever. And so I've always tried to put in more effort to be a welcoming person, show people like I'm someone you could talk to and I you know, I'm a nice guy. I really am, like whatever. So I've always been trying to be that kind of guy that's why 90 percent of my tweets and stuff are like you know usually positive or like my messages with people like i put in a lot of effort to show them like how i really am and um because the last thing i ever want somebody to do is like be afraid to talk to me or or be around me or something like that so i don't even know if that's i think that correlates to what we were saying no yeah no it it really does like uh it's it's funny you say it's like i i really try to Dude, that's something I got to work on big time. Like, I, I agree. Like, I, I hate, it's tough. I, I fuck myself over a lot because I have a very dry sense of humor. So, like, a lot of people around me, like, you know, even some of our new friends in Charlotte, like, uh, Tyler's, uh, Tyler's, like, fiance or girlfriend, she even, like, she gets a kick out of it. She's like, I can never know if he's serious or not. Like, I'm that good right, at, like, yeah. being dry, sarcastic, and fucking with Megan. But even Megan, yeah. she's like, she's like, it's a problem because like sometimes like we don't know if you're being serious or not. Like we don't know <laughs> when you can cut it, yeah. cut it out. And like that's something yeah. like even like I've tried to like slow down and like work on like myself because it's just it is. It's like I, I don't want people to take me the like I, I feel that like I'm, I've always been a bigger guy. Tattoos, too. I remember yeah. like when we graduated, I remember girls. So like in high school, I was, I was like really the hefty set guy. I got bullied when I was younger and then started bullying people in retaliation. Once I realized I was bigger and like mm. when you're fat, like you can fucking, like I could take hits or what, you know, like once you get old, like I get in fights a lot, like, 
the first time I got knocked out, I was like, oh, that's not that bad. So, like, I can fucking get knocked out more and be a cocksucker more. So, like, I'd get in fights, like, all the time. i use my body yeah. weight against people. Like, so... I, I, I went from that one end of the spectrum of like being bullied when I was overweight and younger to saying, like, oh, I can use this to be the funny fat guy that like gets in fights all the time. So people like watch him and stuff like in right. school. And I would do that. I would backlash. I would I'd lash out. And I remember once we graduated, I was like, I was just over like, you know, going to bars and getting in bar fights and like shit like that. I'm like, this is just, like when I, we were like 20, I'm like, this is just stupid. This is dumb. I'm just over this. Yeah. Like people start fights. I'm like, dude, I'm just here to have a good time now. And I remember when like, a lot of like the girls that I graduated with who now like all these people I'm like my graduating class I'm best friends with. I come from a small country town. Like we all know each other now. I remember like all these guys and girls were like, dude, we were so fucking scared of you in high school. Like we were fucking like, we didn't know what to say around you. Like we just, yeah. you were, you're all you, like, I was bigger than some other people, you know, like overweight, overweight, but I was more edgier. Like I would say what was on my mind a lot more and like they didn't like if I was humorous, they didn't understand the dry sense humor till they got to know me. And then because of the backing backlashing in a small town school and me being an asshole, like they were all like they, they were like, dude, we just like you were scary in school. And like now mm -hmm. we see who you are. And we're like, dude, you're fucking like you're a great guy. And I'm like, I wish more yeah. people would see that of me. And that's been something like these last couple of years. Like it's tough to like make some of the, the TikToks and shorts. And YouTube videos of like the, cause I got to come off as like confident, know what I'm talking about. Like, Hey, here's this, here's that, here's this. It's hard to have. And then even when I'm live, like sometime or this podcast or being live, like I go into these rants and stuff like that. And it's like, that is an entertaining side of things, but it's hard for me to like show. It's just something I've been working on for a long time. Like you said, it's like, how do I show that? Like, I'm just not that I'm not some confident ego asshole. Like I have a sense of yeah. humor. I can take people making fun of me. I can take that. People make fun of me all the fucking time. Like my own chat does that. We go at each other, uh, at each other all the time. Rob fucks with me. Jayhawk fucks with me. My wife fucks with me. My family Sooner. fucks with me. Yeah. yeah like, does. yeah, we, we fuck, we all fuck with each other so much. And it's like, I, I'm, I've been trying so much to like show people that like, I'm not just with, without being like over, like, hi yeah. guys, welcome to today's video. <laughs> like yeah. trying to find that balance of like, Hey, I'm a fun guy. <laughs> like, I'm not just a big <laughs> asshole. One thing um, I've done for a while now is I don't hold in. Um, I mean, maybe sometimes, but like a lot of times I don't hold back compliments. So I'll be going through, like if I'm scrolling through Twitter, right? And I see somebody accomplish something really cool. You are Instead a role me, model of this, what you're about to say, by the way. You naturally, I, I know what you're about to say. You not, I see you naturally do this so much. It has caused me to go out of my, I know what you're going to say, but I just wanted to point that out. Like you, <laughs> you do such a good job at what you're about to say that I, I learned from that. Go ahead. Yeah. No, what I was going to say is, um, so if I, if I'm, I, I do everything I can to not hold in compliments. So like, um, I wasn't always like this, but I, I've been like this for probably, I don't know, five, six years now. But for example, if I'm going through Twitter and I see people will accomplish something cool and in my heart, I feel like, wow, I'm proud of this guy, or like, that's really cool, or like, yeah, hell yeah, or whatever. Instead of me just thinking that and just keep scrolling, I let them know. I let them know, you know, how I feel, and I, I give them that encouragement, and I don't hold in um, my feelings, even though, you know, just being a compliment, I, I let it I let it go, and uh, I try to do that as much as I possibly can, and every single time I do it, it is super genuine. I don't do it to kiss anybody's ass. 
um or anything like all these people are just trying to accomplish stuff as well and the amount of and, times uh, i get on twitter and i see a big uh, a big rob energy reply to somebody saying like down 10 pounds this month and it's like rob let's fucking go or like a fucking <laughs> ah uh-huh. rock the rock gift like right, let's yeah. fucking get it that's fucking huge like and it, it's it, and again it's like not like rob said it's it's not even like just trying to be like a mr nice guy or or trying like this is how i feel yeah you no know? and um yeah i just think it's important because i a lot of times i put myself in a big part of like marketing is putting yourself in other people's shoes so i've been doing that forever now and most things i do i put myself in other people's shoes and try to think about how i would react and i know what it's like to accomplish something and get somebody to you know say good job or or whatever and like i know how that makes me feel you know what i mean and it's always like pretty damn good when i could tell they're being legit like if a homie reaches out and is like dude congrats on this or you know whatever like keep going or any sort of like affirmation so i kind of took this perspective on like i said years ago of just giving out those affirmations because i think about it, I'm like dude i'm just tweet it's just a it's a real quick tweet it's just something you know it's like not it doesn't take me any time and i feel this way i want them to know i feel this way and um now people that you know are seeing me tweet they they look at me in a different light they're like wow this guy actually supports me like like i'm actually have more of a connection with this guy than i thought and um it's just an awesome circle but at the, but at the core of it i think it is important to say that everything i am saying is genuine it's not like there's the, there's the opposite side where people gas other people up constantly and stuff and i'm like dude this is just silly at this point i, I just know you're i don't even know what you're trying to do but i just this doesn't feel right you know what i mean so you I, gotta if you feel it in you just i used to have that up. i used I to know. have that a lot on 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 uh on twitch when i was doing good on twitch a couple of years ago I'd have those people that would like, they'd, they'd start off their stream and they would, uh, they'd start off their stream and they would, or I'd start off my stream. They would start their stream too. And would come through and just spreading positivity today. You have a good, yeah. have a good day. And it's like, like an everyday thing. And it's like, I know, I know what you're doing, homie. Like I, yeah. I, I get what you're doing here. You're trying, you know, it's solid yeah. brand awareness. And like, you know, the reason I'm pointing this out is these same type of people, I see them follow me on Twitter, like, uh-huh. all the time. Meaning they're constantly following people. They're constantly going to people's tweets, people's streams, videos on a daily basis. It's a, it's a routine plug, like an hour. They probably spend their day, like, going to other people's community, giving brand awareness to themselves. Like, hey, following you. Hey, positivity. Yeah, yeah. And then, that like, they unfollow you because they're not. They're, they're just there. There's a weird culture of people that do this. I'm not saying everybody does that. Yeah. So like, I, I get, I pretty sure I get what you're saying. Um, it's actually, a, there's actually a term for it. It's called coattail marketing. I don't know if oh, you ever heard of that, but no. Yeah. It's, it's like a, I guess it, I could say it pertains to your situation. You just mentioned, like if your stream is going really well or whatever, but basically you'll see this all the time on like Instagram is a big one. Um, TikTok, hundred percent. You'll see, you'll see someone's TikTok. Say someone's TikTok is going viral, and it kind of becomes known that like this video is going, going, going big, or like this guy's last couple of videos all went humongous. Whatever the case may be, you'll see this pro- person post a TikTok, and then you'll go in the comments, and you'll see, you know, twenty comments from like huge creators, maybe verified people, something like that. 
And the only reason they commented it is to be in the comments, have a top comment, and hopefully get the same audience to go to their page. Wow. That's called coattail marketing. You're you're riding the coattails of whoever it is. That is an incredibly common thing. You will go to celebrity. If Justin Bieber posted something right now, you will see you will see 50 verified accounts that commented like one emoji, like nothing genuine, nothing about the post. They don't give a shit about what he, about the outfit he's wearing. They don't really care. They're doing that to get in the comment section and get more eyes on them. And it's the exact same thing. What? If somebody comes into your stream, if someone comes in your stream and is like, Hey dude, hope you're having a good day. And then they just dip out. It's like people in the chat. If you have a hundred people in your chat, they're going to be like, who's that guy? Like they know what they're doing. That's the entire point. And you see that, you see that on, Nah, you don't really see that much on Twitter. Well, uh, it depends. It depends who tweeted out, I guess. If somebody with if Tim the Tap Man tweets something or or Nick Merckx or whatever, like you'll see. It's, it's, you'll it's hard see. to get top comment on Twitter if it's not like Twitter calls out a lot of people in bullshit. You need you need to get well Twitter. Yeah. Expo- it's really hard to like do Twitter. like false marketing on on Twitter. Twitter is a very yeah. like gritty. I, I won't let Megan on Twitter. That's I, smart. I, I'm, I'm like don't. She she has no it's not like I control her every lasting move but like I you know I encourage her to like you should get on TikTok and you should do your string art stuff I'm like don't ever touch Twitter don't ever touch oh. it it's a it's a it's a different world it's a if it's her a, string art stuff would go crazy God, on, on TikTok man she sleeps on herself so much oh, this so is cool, this is just how the core of the person I am like even my own wife chat anybody that's listening I do this all the time I'm like God you could be something so much better. Like apply yourself, you can do so well, and she she doubts herself yeah. all the time. But nobody follows. That's because you're, you're an entrepreneur, dude. That's all it is. That's that's the spirit. You know what I mean? When when, when did when did you when did you accept that? Because there was a phase of like, like it's very clearly evident now. Like I'm an I'm an entrepreneur by the definition. Like that's what I am. I would I would say. Uh, but there was like a big I, phase I, where I was just like, that's not what I am because this is some weird like cocky Instagram guy that's just trying to sell some bullshit. <laughs> I would say back in high school, dude. Um, oh yeah, like before it was even basic. a trend. Yeah, I did. Well, just I didn't even know what that word meant. You know what I mean? But it just based off my actions and how I I've always thought the amount of things I've tried to start from scratch, like like so many things. You know, I, I did a graphic design class back in um, what was it? I was a freshman. I think it was a freshman in high school, maybe eighth grade. I did a graphic design class. Um, a year after that, I started a graphic design company. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And we were going to start making motivational posters and like designing all the shit. And I was looking up prices and what our price margins were and talking to teachers about like selling them posters to hang up in their classrooms. And so I was doing stuff like that. And then we also, before that, we're like painting, I was painting Xboxes with one of my homies, Casey. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. We were doing that and like trying to make some money and make something in our brand or whatever. That, that MySpace page is still up. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, and then it, it sounds like you start doing all thing. these different things, and then you look, you look back, and you're like, dude, I've just always been this kind of way, and I, I see something that like may go well, or that I may be good at, or whatever, or whatever. And instead of just being like, yeah, like I feel like I'm good at this, or this could be something, I, I actually look, I try to look such big picture with like everything. Like I, like one day I was cleaning my car out. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> I was cleaning my car out and I'm detailing my car, right? And I don't do this very often, but I was doing it and I was like, dude, this actually seems like pretty fun and the car looks super nice. Like I should start a detailing company. Yeah. That's what separates. That's what separates. Like, like, 
yeah and, and that's right what... after right after i thought that i was just thinking like no i'm not starting a fucking detailing like what <laughs> in, am i talking about in five I years if i wanted in to you know five I mean? years when we've progressed so much more that's the thing that separates us i have no doubt in my mind that at some point like i'm gonna be like I mean, I already consider both me and you successful. What we do in terms of where, where we are, like sometimes I stress that I'm not like fast forward. Like I see my older sister, for example, I'm just so envious yeah. that they're at the point where it's like, oh, uh, just go on a plane right, somewhere if they wanted to. Like they're financially there, or like we go up there, they always take care of us. They're always spending money on us. Like they're always doing shit for us because they, they're yeah. they're there. They could do that, but like she's 45. Of course she can do that. Like she's got school paid for. Mm. She's uh in in the medical field. Like. Mark is a contractor and is now part owner of, uh, of his, uh, his family business. Like that, you know, they pretty much built their own fucking house. Like they're there. They can do that. Wow. And like, I fast forward myself and compare it. I'm like, I'm not there yet. Like I still have a lot of bills and we got to, some months we have to make decisions on like, well, we can't do much this month because like we got a lot of bills coming. Like we got quarterly taxes due this month. That's two extra, 2,500 extra dollars this month. That we got to send in yeah. stuff like we're we're already X amount in debt right now with cards. So this month we need to catch up. Like we got to make those decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And I try to fast forward so much, but I have no doubt in my mind that in five years, for example, me and you are going to be in even better situations than we're in. Like I have yeah. no, I have no doubt. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's cockiness, ego, or or just an understanding. Just dude. It, yeah, it, just it, I, I look at it as an understanding that opportunities are going to continuously be presented to us in the next five years, guys like us, like we're going to, it's not that in five years, just like we're cocky and we think that life is going to be good for us. It's that we are, we think differently in the understanding that like through tough times, we'll come up with ideas. Like that's, yeah. I think well, what sets people apart. I think the biggest thing is we're not waiting for the opportunities. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah. creating the opportunities and that's, that's kind of how I've always been as well. It's the same. It goes back to what I was just saying about being an entrepreneur and, whatever like i like pretty much everything i've ever done or created or whatever like i got after it i didn't i didn't wait for anything i i i first started that fitness company like i love making clothes and i love fitness i wore your i wore your hoodie today by the way gunsmith clothing hoodie oh really yeah which one uh built for battle oh shit okay it's gonna be in tomorrow's vlog You'll see. I only have like one hat. Oh, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I, yeah. And, and you did, you get, you did such a good job at building a real brand because like, yeah. I mean, even I was like starting a clothing company, but I was even just so, I was so behind like your, your image, like what, what you brought to the table. And I think that goes deeper than just like taking advantage of something. That's like, like, you know, that's why I asked, like, when did you, at what point did you realize like you're an entrepreneur? Cause that's a real entrepreneur thing. Like you, you didn't just start a clothing yeah. company. You started a, a brand Like you started a movement, you know, yeah. people. I just, I don't know. Just kind of looking back at what, you, what you've done and, and how you feel about certain things or whatever. And even that thing, like the car, de- car detailing idea, you know, I shut that down literally like right after I said it, I'm like, I should start a car de- detailing business. It's and not I'm like, a bad Dude. idea. Like, I'm not fucking doing this. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> I, I, I get just, it. But, I get but it. I just seek opportunities. That's like the main core of like being an entrepreneur. It's like starting things because you saw something and you're like, wait a sec, if I do this and this and I'm good at this and I know this guy and my in my market, like, is there anybody else that's doing this shit in the market? No, there's not. It's like all those thoughts are going through my head because that's just how it's I'm wired. It, it I don't think I've never, when... I never thought you, you can just like 
um force yourself to be one like you can like you can own a business but owning a business and being an entrepreneur are like completely different things yeah and I, I think a lot of people get them like they think it's exactly the same it's just not dude it's, it's like it's like we were talking about with content earlier like some people like think like when they think these things they think they have to be like the the ceo of something like they have to be the image yeah. of something and like no you could be like the second hand man like if if me jayhawk and rob all do move to texas i don't want to be like if if like I'm, uh, I mean, obviously I would be like a face of it, but like I don't, I don't have to be. I don't have that ego. Like if Rob wants to run and everything yeah. and deal with that headache, like fucking let him deal with that. No, I fucking. I, but it's nah, it's funny that like I, I relate with it so well because like the first I I, I realized shit um in MySpace days when like well I mean before that because like in high school like I had my grocery store job but I'd also make side cash like doing uh stupid designs for people. Uh, and like, you know, doing designs for my band band. And then once like I started getting to the point of like, uh, playing shows and going to shows with people and then like other bands were like, Oh man, like, how did you do that? And I'm like, Oh, well, I was just, you know, just pay me and I just do it for you. And then I started doing, uh, I started learning. Yes. believe it or not. I started learning coding and started doing, a uh, what was MySpace CSS? Mm -hmm. Somebody, somebody knocking on your door. They coming in. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if they're knocking over. It was like a hammer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, so I started, I started doing MySpace layouts and started selling them, and I actually started making good money. Because uh, after after I graduated, I got a bomb ass job. Graduated in two thousand eight, two thousand eight. Got a bomb ass job, and then the economy crashed, <laughs> and I lost my job. But I was on unemployment, yeah. and I had a lot of money from high school, so I fucking partied. Oh, oh, I've seen the photos. Woo! <laughs> did I fucking party? Oh, man. Dude, that year is... I, I burnt through... I think that summer I burnt through like five grand just partying. You know, and when you're 18 and it's 2008, that's a dude. lot of money drinking and doing stupid shit. Dude, you probably thought you were rich. Oh, yeah. Five like, grand went a long way back then. Are you kidding me? You didn't realize how many USA Golds five grand would fucking buy? How many Keystone Lights? You realize how many fucking, uh, oh, man. like the going to reserved. Yeah, and I would do stupid shit like go to the bar and like I'd just be the fun guy. It's just like, let's fucking party. Drinks are on me. <laughs> I'm fucking yeah, laid off. It don't matter. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah. That's like uh, most people. Yeah. A, a year later, I was like, oh, I, I ran out of money. Let's probably do something. And, uh, that was the first thing I did was like, I was like, Oh, I can, I can sell my designs. This is cool. So I started yeah. like, started that. And then, you know, slowly throughout, then the, the whole cod shit happened. And I was like, this makes sense. Let's do this. Yeah. Here we are. Fast yeah, forward. I just think, I just think being an entrepreneur is just seeing, oppor seeing opportunities and like trying to do something about it, but just, but just literally being able to like assess a room or. Or, or situation or whatever and seeing a business opportunity in within it you know i mean not everybody thinks about that kind of stuff like my wife's not an entrepreneur you know at all she's good at a bunch of stuff but she's never thought about like turning her talents into a company you know i think i think megan yeah. i think my wife and your wife are so it's so weird how like we're very me and you're very similar because like they're just very bad bitch hard workers i th yeah. that's how i look at at Megan and Britt. Like that's Megan. Like I'm very proud of like she's a worker. She is a yeah. fucking hard worker. Okay. And uh Brit is. Yeah. And like that's how like you know if she's like at work, Megan is like the badass. Like they wanted her so bad because of her resume of like how much she knows and how much she's like willing to teach and like 
Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, and she'll like tell you if you're doing something fucking wrong. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like type person. You can, tell, you can tell she's like that in your, uh, in your videos. You know, just oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. It's stern. It's, so it's great. So awesome. It, it just cracks me up when you're joking with her. Cause you're like, and she ain't about being it. So, being so goofy and joking. And she just like sets you <laughs> in your place. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, Hey, it's so funny, dude. You but. about to go back to Dirksen real quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, that's why, that's why, like, that's another thing, like, you know, with, with Texas is, like, I have no doubt in my mind that, like, I know she'll, <sighs> I know it once It'll we would. It'll be fine when, like, when you when get, there. get there. Bingo. Like, you I know her and Britt and uh, Jay, Jayhawk's old lady is uh, uh, Miranda. Miranda. Miranda, yeah. yeah. I feel like they'll all vibe so well with each other. And it'll be, like, this oh, perfect, no. like, we'll all just get houses in the same suburb community. And, and like, well, yeah, dude. Like, I feel like I could just, all the ladies could have wine night. We can have fucking like battlefield <laughs> night because COD fucking sucks, <laughs> man. Um, and like, yeah. yeah. And then we, it, yeah, like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, but I think about those things and I like, I, I, I think about oh, the yeah. outcome. You know what I mean? So, Megan, Megan, Megan is a, she's not She'll a, come around. Yes. I, I, I genuinely feel, I feel like thing I, I can see, it's like you say, I, I said, I, we can see opportunity. No doubt. If, if you would talk to somebody like Megan six years ago, she would have never seen the opportunity in Charlotte. If you talk to her now, she's not moving back to Ohio. There's no fucking way. Right. Her mom thinks that we're well, just going to like quality, move. Your quality of life goes up. You know what I mean? But you don't yeah. realize it can. And then it we, does. And you're like, wait a second. I'm way better off where I am right now. This is way more fun. This is way more enjoyable. But her mom actually says things like, I can't wait for you to move back. And Megan's like, even if we move out of Charlotte, uh, she's like, Megan's like, even if we were to ever move back to Ohio, we wouldn't move back to the same area. No way. Because like, there's just not enough opportunity. Like in Ohio, where we were, she thought she was like, great. And like yeah. moving here, she's like, dude, I make so much fucking more with less responsibility. Why would I ever move back to Ohio and work oh, yeah. the same fucking job? Why would I Go ever down. do that? Basically where she was in Ohio, she, they told her like, if you want to go up from where you are, you got to buy a share of the company. You yeah. got to pay out somebody's spot. And, and she's yeah. like, no, <laughs> you fucking dumb. <laughs> but like now alpha, uh, uh, shouldn't say where she's now where she works now. It's a franchise. It's not just a mom, mom, pa shop. So like, right. dude, sky's the limit. They, they like, yeah. they could like contract her out to like, say, Hey, we're opening a new branch and we want you to run it. And then like, no she doubt. doesn't, she doesn't even have to buy into that. Like she can work are her they, way. Are they that. in Texas? Dude, they're they're all they're everywhere. I wonder if they everything's in Texas. I feel like. Let's see. I'll I'll search it up. Try not to be. I don't want anybody to find out where she works. Yeah. It's always weird. Yeah, I could. I don't know. I could just totally. I could totally see it happening as well. It's a massive thing. It'd be one of the biggest things I've probably ever done in my life. Like uplifting, uplifting everything, and starting it there and whatever. But um. They got, the upside of it is so high that I'm willing to take that risk. Yes, you know I mean? bingo. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so they have five branches in Dallas and Fort Worth and right. four branches so, in Austin. Okay, so can you send her links to that, whatever you're looking at right now? <laughs> <laughs> right now. What? <laughs> Holy shit. There we go. No, I, 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 I feel you so much. And that's yet, like you said, that's what separates... This is how I think with content, with everything. I think about yeah. like, I do this a little too much, but I think about like the understanding of like, okay, like I know this would be a lot, but like 
the the opportunities were so much better. Like I, yeah, it's weird. I know it's a sh- stupid comparison to some, but some, but that's like to explain my thought process process behind YouTube. I'm not. I didn't move to YouTube in the idea that right now everything's better over there by tenfold. I moved to YouTube thinking that the opportunity moving forward is going to be better, based on the evidence that is on the table, right? Yeah. Like, and it just makes sense. And that's like, I I'm always been a person tooting my horn. I don't know what it is. I've always seen the potential in something. It's like. And 2013, all we were doing in this community was making Call of Duty videos. It was the biggest thing. We'd get so many views. We were all making money off of it. All, like Agony, all of us in these sniper teams. And I started telling these guys, like, we're going to have to start making different content. Like, this is just going to get dulled. Like, the trend's dying. Like, it's dying. And you had guys, like, I uh, to this day, I use, uh, I don't know if you know him, but this kid in the community named Formula. And he's huge now. And he's got millions of subs. You like, he, the 1%, like, 1% Formula. Optic? No, form, oh, form, formula, not yeah, formal, uh, formal, formal, not formal. Uh, yeah. But like he literally said, I'm a fucking, you're, a, you're an idiot if you think that Call of Duty montages are ever going to die out. It was like a part owner of Obey. And he literally fucking blew up because he made Fortnite content. <laughs> you know what I mean? The irony. But like in 2013, I was telling these people, I'm like, we got it. Because the team was mocking me. The team was mocking me for creating other content. I started making GTA content, Battlefield content. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? You're in a Call of Duty clan making other content. I'm like, because this is the future. A year later, everybody started making other content. In 2015, I, I started telling all the graphic designers because I was my brand was all around. I'm like, you guys got to stop focusing on YouTube. You guys got to start doing Twitch. In fact, you guys should start streaming on Twitch. I'm going to start doing that. You should start streaming. Streaming is the future. Everybody called me an idiot. YouTube ad revenue was through the roof. Everybody was killing it. Guess what happened? Fucking streaming blew up. Like, there's, there's so many things like, but it's like, it's, I'm not a fucking prophet. It's common sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think if you would have, if you would take a person that has no personal interest in Twitch or anything right now, and you would give them, Hey, you want to start at option a or stop option, option B. Here's the data that we know option B, like they haven't done this in years. They do this. They mistreated people like this. You don't, Oh no, you don't have quality options. So option A, you do have this, you do have this. You don't have this, however, at this time, but they're working on it and improve it. I think any reasonable adult would pick an option based off of the things that make sense. And that's just like throughout the years, like I'm just an honest person. I'm just real. Like, Things like yeah. make sense in situations. Like I'm, I'm going to call it out. Like, Hey, this is probably a big move. It's the same thing. How I feel about like us moving to Texas. Like yeah. if you put everything having, together. At the core, it's just having an open mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really all it is open to open to opportunities, open to seeing things different way you know, whatever. But it's easy that when you're investing in something like living in a certain area or streaming on a certain platform or doing something in a certain way for so long, you get so I mean, it's easy to get very close-minded and stuck in your ways and you know a lot of, i know a lot of very stubborn people in my life where i can tell right away if they're even gonna listen to what i'm saying you know what i mean and uh you just gotta it's just never it's never a good thing you know what i mean always trying to be open-minded as well so i, I try to be I, dude can you imagine what it's gonna be like we're having this podcast right now i'm in north carolina you're in oregon can you imagine the feelings and vibes is going to be like the day that we fucking turn on a podcast in front of each other in a studio in Texas after we've grown this to fucking tens of thousands of subscribers and daily downloads 
and and we get to have our first ever podcast in well i mean our first ever podcast in person doesn't need to be for moving like we'll probably visit each other and have a i got two mics now come through i got a multi-box we're gonna have a live podcast right now i got multiple lights i have everything for you to come here so you just let me know when you want to have an IRL podcast, by the way. Yeah, I'll roll out after this after this app. Bango, episode three uh, featuring Tim the Tatman will be live in our house. Uh, <laughs> no, but like... Walmart, this, Walmart version. It, th- doing this stuff gets me pumped because like this is where we're starting. I feel like we already have good quality and a good start and good vibes. And like we already got a plan of getting good people on here. But it's like I get fucking pumped about like where this could go. And it inspires me to yeah. work more. Like when I get off today and I'm like, ah, I've already worked hard today. I just want to play some video games. I'll just worry about clips later. The reason why I'm probably going to organize clips and get some shit rendered is because I know today me doing that stuff, us getting more content topics out there is probably going to help us get to those points. So I'd rather just go ahead know. and get that work done. I'd just rather yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny how, because uh, I hate doing like admin work, like very monotonous bullshit and sometimes like you know social media stuff can be like that as well but um but when you have this feeling of like inspiration it's like the crazy it's like the best feeling oh. in the world like when i like when i did download all those tiktoks it was like 90 of them 89 oh i downloaded bet. those saw the opportunity i'm like dude look how much fucking content i'm sitting on this is gonna go crazy bro and i was up i was up all night like eyes hurt all this kind of shit and i'm just like but I was so passionate about getting this up there and so like excited for what this could become that I easily grinded all this shit of just typing titles and tags and fucking making documents and like all this different type of stuff. But it, was, it wasn't that bad. It was actually kind of fun in a weird way because I was so inspired to do it because I was seeing the big picture and all that kind of stuff. So and it just I know made exactly sense. how you're feeling. And, yeah. and, and like because of like honestly, like shout out to you because because of you. And, uh, and a little bit more, cause like I've been doing YouTube shorts, but I've been really sleeping on them and like just seeing your success. I'm just like, I really broke the mold this last month of like, you know, for a while I'm like, okay, I have 30,000 subscribers. It's time to buckle down. But it's like, dude, that is so small. And that's over the course of six. This is still my channel. I can control the content here. Like if people don't like it, like they can fuck off. You know what I mean? And, uh, you really helped me. Yeah. You really helped me understand of like, you know, I just fucking create. And I'm just like, I'm going to start creating more YouTube shorts. Uh, this Vlogtober's really helped me with that, which I'm excited because you said we're getting a vlog this week, right? Uh, Whoa! <laughs> Maybe next week. Maybe next no, week. No, that's think- not how this works. I don't care. Listen, Rob, I don't care if you got to sit down today on well, a I cell phone. I could probably do a sit down video or something, but. Dude, just give us what you're up to, man. Like. You started a podcast, like your YouTube shorts are doing well. Like run like tell us how that makes you feel, man. Aside from me and you having that conversation today. Like make a just like make a video on like just how well things are fucking going because you're working hard. We want to hear it, man. Yeah. Like, don't any advice for you that I can give today? Any advice for you or anybody else I can listen to? Anybody else or anybody else that can listen to us. It's the same advice. Travel Daddy's in here. Same advice I can give him. Uh, or gave him, and I know he doesn't need this advice because, you know, he's really, like, just doing it right now. But, like, don't think, don't overthink it. You, you like, I know you do this a lot with yourself. You can entertain us in such a minimal way. You don't have to waste your time, like, con- constantly uploading, just saying, like, I got to get an upload out. Like, what the fuck could I create? But don't make it come to that point. That's not what it is. The whole thing is, like, 
genuinely, there are people out there that want want to hear you share. Like, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying that from a friend. I got to say that so many times until one day, like it will get in your head. And I'm, I know you'll like really vibe with it. I know how you are. You're very particular. Like you want things to be good and presented well, but like, believe it or not, yeah. especially when it comes to YouTube, there are people that just like, we just, we just like, we want to know your thoughts more than a, a, a 33, a 30 second TikTok to a three minute video. Like we just want to like, what are you up to, man? Like. Give yeah, us right. more. Like, there's such a big gap in your vlogging example timeline. Like, your whole room, your setup, like, everything's different. I still remember one of your last vlogs that I watched last year was, like, you had the photo of your 911 Porsche. And you're like, I, I, I put this up here for that. Like, what's changed, man? Like, simple shit, man. We're, we're all, hey. we're here to watch. And, again, that's not me just stroking your cock. That's not, yeah. don't get too excited about me saying that. that. Okay. Okay. I fucking knew that was going to happen. Fuck. I just gave Sooner such a good fucking clip. Either way. I'm, Sooner, I'm going to need that sound bite. So. Either way. Yes. Yeah. Mike says, show us your yeah. car. Let us know you're fat, how fast your wife throws in baseball. Like that you're a washed Halo player. All that stuff, man. <laughs> super, super washed. Super washed. I always think about a. Uh, I guess when I think about vlogging, I think about um, first people that come to mind are like you know Casey Neistat and like yeah, and you and and other people and stuff like that. And um, I guess I just associate it immediately with like such a creative a bunch thing. Of different a bunch of different scenes and a bunch of different things happening. And I think about my life and I think about how I don't really go out much. Like I don't know what the different scenes would be. And then I don't I don't know. I just don't like feel any sort sort of a relation or anything to the vlogs i think about my mind so i think about like well i can't i have nothing to vlog then i forget that people really do enjoy content of like sit down content and stuff like that and actually you know what one thing that i've discovered because deadly dill has been doing sit down videos he's been i I was going to use him as an example and you because you've spoken out about he's put out he's put out like four or five videos now i think four anyways where he just sits there and he talks about his day and he'll go on for like 10 minutes about like what's going on, how he's feeling. Thoughts of deadly. I'm really, I'm really like interested in what he's saying and I, I enjoy it. And uh, even just feeling that way, watching his content now, it's like, I I don't know. It just kind of opened that's, my eyes. I'm like, wait, I and like that, and, and, so. and that's how we feel about your stuff. And it's always, you know, like even big creators go through this and, you know, it's, it's always like, um, it always sucks when you can tell a creator is overthinking, uh, a big one that I use as an example is Roman Atwood to this day. Like he uh, can just keep making a vlog about him and his family doing some stupid shit. And I would genuinely, I, I tune into every vlog. He's one of the biggest reasons why I got into yeah. vlogging one of, and, um, like I can tell that like he's overthinking that they don't do much ever since COVID hit. Like they don't do, they don't go out, do things. A lot of like right. their personal life stuff is very like political against like, you know, like some of their shit gets hit on YouTube because they have guns and they shoot and they do stupid fucking oh. crazy shit. You know what I mean? So he gets very like I can tell. I, I know it seems like egotistical of me, somebody with 30,000 subscribers to be giving advice on somebody like Roman Atwood not uploading because he's been doing it for so long. But like I can tell that like he genuine. I can see like that he's overthinking the content like some of it like hundreds of thousands of us who just would love to see what they're up to. That's it. Yeah. And we, we'd watch it True. every single week. I'd watch, fuck, I'd watch it every single day. I'd watch a vlog from you every single day. And I'm telling you what, and here's my mindset. 
there's 7 billion people in this world. I don't, I don't have to bring in all of Casey Neistat's audience into me. That, that's not yeah. my, that's some, that was my goal for a while. Like I gotta be like a Casey Neistat vlogger. Cause that's what he does. He, like you say, he's got all these scenes and transitions and everything about his life, but that's just something that made him unique. Now, the way I mm. see it is at a certain point in time, Casey Neistat was nobody with no subscribers and he just started creating content and like the subscribers came because out of 7 billion people, people were involved and they wanted to stay up to date. And what do you think the statistical odds out of 7 billion people that there are a hundred thousand maybe that were just like, I fuck with this guy. I really vibe yeah. with this guy's content. I, I, I bet it's out there and, and you're, true. you're a marketing genius. And like, it's just only a matter of time till you start creating that content more and you figure a way to connect it. And, it, and it ha mm. like, maybe it's not overnight or anything, but I truly, I truly, you and a lot of other creators, I, that's why I've gone on like my way and like I DM, uh, you know, um, deadly or travel daddy, or like, I, I try to have these conversations with sooner about like, stop wasting your time on shit. Like do like try to give you inspiration of like, do these things that you know and make you happy because like, we, we want to see that. We know you're good at these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's, it's the same thing yeah, with yeah. you. It's just, uh, speaking 100% from the heart yeah. as a viewer. Like we fuck with it. Yeah. You don't bore us. You don't have to overdo it, overcomplicate it. You said this month that you're gonna do it weekly. Like, let's see some. Let's see. Let's yeah. see that run the week, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. I should just do that. I yeah. I, I need to put something out because every time I do record and make like a long form you, video, you text me and you're like, dude, I fucking recorded a video and I'm so pumped, man. Yeah. No. Every single time I'm doing it, like. Even midway or like when i'm watching the footage back or whatever i like i forget that it's fun it's not like some work shit it's like i'm doing it i'm like editing and something i'll say some dumb shit i'm like yeah i'm definitely leaving that in like that was kind of funny uh and like the whole process is like it is a lot of fun but you forget when you're not consistent so yeah that's bingo um but yeah but seeing but seeing deadly do those kind of videos and and feeling how i'm feeling as i'm watching them and when he puts one up i'm like excited to see what he has to say like i know that there's a crowd of people out there that I want to do that with me as well. So I enjoy that type of content. And, uh, and what yeah, better I remember, way to I remember a really, I remember a really long time ago, I tweeted out something like, Hey, does anybody out there enjoy like sit down videos? And I remember you saying something to me, like, Dude, like most of the biggest guys in the world just do like sit down videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like KSI, uh, PewDiePie, all those guys, like they literally just sit there and they're the biggest. It's like, fuck, yeah. I guess you're right, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, PewDiePie has sat and has had through a city to fucking. PewDiePie has literally had the same style of videos for the last decade. It, yeah. Scenes have changed, topics have changed. The, the, you know, the the one the there type, for him, and that's that's it. Mr. Beast yep. will will pass PewDiePie. It's gonna happen because he's just like, dude. He's but like he even said like the the stress that Mr. Beast goes through the. But Mr. Beast is a, is not yeah. just a YouTuber. It's a it's a it's a brand. Like he's got a whole entire team. It's a whole different oh, yeah. ballpark. But the thing yeah. no one will ever take from PewDiePie is that motherfucker is the most consistent human being to ever face YouTube in the entirety of YouTube ever. The most consistent. And he's one of the biggest people that inspired me because I don't really watch much of his content, to be honest. Like, cause like I, I don't, I don't get that much into like internet culture. Like I'm very behind on Reddit and, and some memes, like I, I'm late to the party and like terms, like even Twitch terms. I don't like I, some of the emotes I still to this day don't get, 
You know, I don't understand. Uh, it took me so long to understand Keck W and Omega, you know, and Lola. I Google that. I was like, what the and fuck Kappa is this and shit like that. It like I, I'm really behind on yeah. that stuff. So like, and PewDiePie guys like him, like they're innovators of that shit. Like they, they that's what they're like all about. They on they they uh, they build off that. But Pewdie, what pay, makes what people should take away from PewDiePie and what makes him great is after all these years, why he is the biggest is he's literally never given up, even through the downtimes. He's adapted and keep moving on. Like then I that's just that's just what like a lot of people just have to do. It's like like I said earlier, like in terms of the YouTube world, PewDiePie is jacked, not because he took he sat on his ass and he fucking did nothing, just like you know, uh Bradley Martin is fucking actually physically jacked, not just because he took a magic pill and sat on his ass, because literally for the last fifteen years of his life, he's been working out every fucking day. Every yeah. day. Regardless of like if a gym day was bad, if gym day was good, building that callus, that, rep, that reputation, me, me being able to put that in perspective with Silent Mike was probably like the best way that I can explain content. Dude, and, and dude, like, when, I, when I saw that, when I saw your tweet to him, like even to me being someone into fitness and stuff, like right after this podcast, I'm going to, going to the gym. Uh, when I saw same, your same, same. tweet to him, I was like, that makes so much fucking sense. You know, right when I saw that, I'm like, that resonated like super hard Every, with me. So Everything in life is a muscle. Whether it's a creative muscle, a physical muscle, it's it's all some kind of muscle. For gamers, it's muscle memory. I mean, they really—that's literally a thing. Muscle memory, the the basic, like no somebody doubt. like the reason why somebody like Shroud can go to any video game, dial in his settings, and shit on any fucking kid that's having a great day after they've been playing for three months is because over the years he's literally played so many games over and over and over and practiced so much in his yeah. in his craft that he's developed that muscle memory. It, it's mm. the same guys like PewDiePie can show up and can get through ad apocalypses and can get through channel downtime because he literally creates content to create content. It's a bigger picture than just is today's video going to blow up. That's not my for then I'm saying like you really opened my eyes to that to me, even as a creator this year with the YouTube shorts and doing so well. And, and some people, you know, creators do this too. And I wanted to point this out before we, we shut, shut down here soon is like, creators would look at this like I'm your friend you're my homie and this is what people do bad all the time and like overnight dude I, I showed you my stats you you surpassed what I've done over a thousand videos that you you know that like the first year of me getting steadily into vlogging I was spending like six hours a day making my vlogs it's what made me better it's that was the muscle that I built but in one fucking month you surpassed me in views in one month <laughs> Think about yeah. this. All the work that, that Jayhawk put into his channel, you've surpassed that in subs in one fucking month. But the thing is, now there's two options as a creator. Do I get fucking pissy and use that as a negative thing and be like, fuck this guy. Like, he barely does shit and, and gets so many yeah. more fucking subs and views than me. No, I'm inspired by it. I'm like, holy shit. Rob's showing me something that, like, I've been really in my head about for a while. I got, you know, I spent years trying to get all these subs and get bigger on YouTube and gain ad revenue. And I finally got it in one year. I tripled everything on, uh, actually in months, I tripled everything on my main channel. And I was so stuck to my thought that like, okay, I'm stuck to this stuff. I have to do it yeah. this way. And you made me, you fucking made me wake up and say, no, like, dude, it's a, there's a whole different era, man. Adapt or fucking get left behind. I'm like, Fuck. Yeah. He's fucking right, man. Like Rob has literally <laughs> showed us like any, anybody like we got to, we got to learn and, and move on. And like, so you, you know, you inspire me, but, but that's the point uh, that I'm trying to even correlate. It's just at the end of the day, 
that's what's going to make you good. That's what's going to make me good. That's what's going to make anybody in the, in that, that we've referred to today. It's not because one video does well. It's not because one trend's popping off. It's not because one thing they're doing right now is doing good. It's because it will do good. They'll keep going through it. And then when things are bad, they're going to keep going through it. And that's what will separate mm -hmm. the, the people. Yeah. Evolve and adapt, baby. And that's what's going to give you a 40 million quadrillion trillion deal with a fucking Twitch, you fucking in incel virgin simps. We're on YouTube, so I can say that, bitch. Um, dude, I, how bad on a scale of one to 10 do you have to pee right now? Actually, not that bad. I got a fucking I've, all, I've, piss. all I've had today was, what, 27 ounces of water. So I'm not like... Usually it'd be crazy, but uh, nah, I, I had to get up early for this one. This is this is the reason why we point this out is every time we've ever done a podcast in the past, like we get towards the end, we're like, dude, I gotta pee so bad, I gotta go. <laughs> like right after the podcast is done, it's like, dude, great yeah. talk, I gotta fucking pee, I gotta go. Yeah. I can't wait I'm till down. we get to the day where like we got the studio, we have shit or, or uh, sooner fucking in the studio and and. <laughs> One of like, well, I'm going to the bathroom. You talk to Sooner, and I'll soon. Sooner's going to be our Jamie. Uh, like you know, he'll turn on the mic every now and yeah, then. Yeah. Uh, I think that's correct, and then turn off the mic. <laughs> Yo, Sooner, can you fact check this? Can you fact check this? Okay, thanks. We're going back yeah. to our pod. No, I'm, every every brand, uh, every brand has has its team, and that's why I keep giving. Get shout out, shout out again to Sooner Creative and Fluffy TG. Follow them on all social medias because like they are just as much as this podcast as, as we are. We we believe in them like Yeah. We gotta get uh we gotta get Fluffy a new profile pic, man. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't know what he's doing with that, but uh the panda thing yeah, for need, a long need, time. Something weird. Yeah, we need to we need to refresh that shit. <laughs> big time, big time. I yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta have John Favorite C. Stout. We gotta have John C. Stout do like a photo session with him. Oh, that'd be sick. I'm not gonna shout him out. I'm not I'm not reading chat. Fuck off. All Lousy right. Clout. Yeah. Yeah. We don't <laughs> shout out people in here. I don't know what the fuck you guys think of this is. Holy fuck, dude. I need to lose some fucking weight. Look at that belly. Holy shit. I feel you, man. How, how's the weight? I, how, like, I was going to say, before we go, how's the weight loss been? Um, It's been it's been kind of stagnant. I don't know. I need it's to, that time of the year. It's tough. Well, that, but I, I don't know. My Everything seems to be pretty on point. My, uh. I'm still kind of eating too much. I don't really have a can, lot of strength. I don't really have a goal. Right can I now, ask you something? It's huge. What do you feel? Do you ever do this? I've been doing this lately. Do you ever feel like you got just so much going on that by the, the end of the day, you're just like, dude, like business is going well. Social media is going well. I'm happy. My wife's happy. Like I got good friends. Like, ah, fuck it. Like I'm not that worried about my weight. Let me just have this fucking donut tonight. You do that? Probably. Do you, do you just like, I do that all the time. I'm just like, I, Megan's not going to leave me. I'm a catch. Like, you know what I mean? My <laughs> Rob's always going to be my friend. I'm, I'm going to keep working hard at my craft. So like, things are good. Yeah. So like, who cares if I'm, I'm fat? But like, we don't like being fat, but you know what I'm saying? I think, like, I, I think oh, subconsciously, subconsciously, I probably feel like that. Um, I did, my, I did see myself once, uh, sort of recently, actually, when I was editing a video, I saw myself, um, oh. Granted, my camera right now is like a wide angle, so I think no I excuse. Maybe that's my excuse. Maybe that's my excuse. But I was like in the in the camera angle, and I uh, I just saw myself in like a 
a normal light because usually when i see myself in content like i shot the content you know like the, i did the photo i knew how to pose i'm wearing black or something yep but in this in this clip i saw when i was editing it looked it was like a real glance of like what i physically look like right now and it was just an angle or something that i was like wow that's like that i need to i thought i i thought i looked better than this and i needed i need to do something about this but i i uh one thing that bums me out is like just getting tired doing routine routine things or like trying to uh like like my hips or something like something won't feel as mobile as before and i'm like dude i what am i doing like i can't i know way better than this like, yeah. i need to be i need to be healthier you know what i mean and, and try to figure this out instead of not, it's it's, it's not even 30. it's more it's more of just a person yeah, that that see like the thing that drives me anymore uh because like again, if anybody gives a shit, I've been doing good. Okay, I've been doing well. Uh, I'll still let you like some shit every now and then, but I, I still just food is not. And this is, I guess, this is a pride thing because food's been the biggest enemy for years. That's the biggest thing. And I'll still have like for you know, everybody, man. Yeah, for everybody. But dude. like you know, me being three twenty, you know, that was obviously the thing that I had a problem with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like now I'm just to that point where just like I, I, I use it. You know what I mean? Uh, I do think that like I should go on like something serious to just challenge myself and like really see what I can do. Like I've never been yeah. shredded. You 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 remember the years where like I first got into bodybuilding. You know when, when I first lost all that weight and was lifting every day. Like I got in good shape compared to what I was. Never never yeah. you know as good a shape as you. You stallion of a man. Uh, <laughs> Stallion, stallion. Uh, but yeah. like for me, for somebody that was overweight for a long time, you know, being able to wear a cutoff and people could see like the separation of like my, yeah. my, uh, you know, my, my traps and my delts and like seeing, like seeing my packs and stuff like that and seeing the cut in my arms and like getting to that point was like really good, but I've never been like shredded. You know what I mean? I've never like yeah. been like vascular and like, I just kind of want to do it just kind of like try it. Like I'd see if I could really like do it. So everything for me now is just like, it's not necessarily like I do do things because I want to feel better. I go hiking because I want to feel better and keep that, like you said, the mobility. Like the less you're not the fat. Uh, my my whole thing is like the uh, the less you move, the faster you die. You know what I mean? The more you chill, mm. the faster you're you're gonna just go to old and, and frail away and become unhealthy. So like you know, I'm constantly trying to move and stuff out of that inspiration. But yeah, I don't have yeah. that. Like I'm losing track of like that that first. You know, there's the weight loss motivation because you're losing weight and you're just like so driven by the idea of like you're you're finally doing it and like yeah, I, yeah. So I settle a lot because less a lot more because I'm like happy, so I should yeah. stop doing that. I, I'm still like very confident like with the way I look. Like, I, I yeah. go to the gym right now and feel totally fine in there or whatever. But I just know uh, I've been in I've been in much better shape and I know that Bingo. and I know what I'm capable of. Yes and. A lot of times I'll see myself in the mirror now or like um, a certain size used to be loose and now it's like my size. You know what I mean? And things like that. And I'm like, I know I can be doing better. I know better, like, you know, factually, like right. what I should be eating and what I, you know, whatever. And um, so it's it, my whole fitness thing is more about like uh, doing my best and like making myself proud and stuff like that. It's not really just like, Damn. I'm like, I've never tried to be like the biggest guy at the gym. I've never really given a shit about that. I've always weightlifted to get better at sports. That was it. I've never tried to be the most muscular guy or anything. My goal for a long time now has just been 
be as fit as possible. I want to be able to to be a better you. Oh yeah, and like I want to be able to like carry furniture up my stairs like no problem. I want to be able to want to hike no problem. Like I want to be able to do all these normal life things like no no problem at all. Like yard work like no doubt. Like I can do anything outside. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's yeah. That's I, what I care about. Like, I relate. Shit. I relate with it so much because like last year that's what really set me on my journey was like I was like man like. I got, I went through those full weight loss and like, I could do like, I, there was a point in my life where I couldn't do a push up, pull up. Like, and I'm just like, wow, what a pathetic human being. And it's just like in my mid twenties, like I pushed myself to do that. Once right. I became an entrepreneur, you know, it was just a challenge. But then like when I, after I married Megan and I fell off and everything, and you know, like one day I was just like fucking around when I gained all this weight back, I went to go pull, do a pull up and I'm like, holy shit. Like I can, I can't even do a pull up again that fast. Yeah. Like I fell off that fast. And I'm just like, my whole thing was like, and where I am with a lot of stuff is like, dude, like real life situation. I better be able to outrun somebody if something happens. I better be able to yeah. lift myself up something if, some, if, if I'm off, like hanging off something. And I better be able to, God forbid, if something happens to Megan and she's hanging over or she almost falls. Like, I, I know it's weird things to get used to, but it's just basic human fucking building. Like, yeah. I, I want to be able to you, pull my wife over an edge of something if she almost falls off. I want to be able to pull myself over an edge if I slip off something. Like, we're hikers. We're on the side of, like, mountains and shit. Like, I yeah. got to have that ability. We're halfway through a hike, and we're, you know, thousands feet up. And, like, next thing you know, like, atmosphere is a little different. Like, I don't want to fucking not have the physical fortitude to, like, push through it and fucking die yeah. up there. Like, something stupid where you're just like, Really, that guy died because of that. Something like that's where that's where I am with a lot of shit. It's like I should. Just, there are yeah. certain things as a physical human being you should be able to do. And like, yeah, I that, ain't trying well, to that, that. And just, dude, because I've been really healthy and in really good shape before, and it feels, feels fucking good. amazing. Oh like, fuck can, yeah, it does. Like when I I'll lose like a shit, even like five pounds, and I'll feel substantially lighter on my feet. I feel, like I, could, I feel like I could walk forever. I feel like I'm way more mobile. And on the on the opposite side of the spectrum, I've like like right now I've gained uh I don't know how much like 10, 15 pounds or something probably this year, maybe even more. And um and I can just tell I get winded faster. I feel like when I'm walking around, I feel like I'm like I don't feel like as athletic athletic as I used to be and, yep. and shit like that. And and people would say it's like an age thing, but dude, I don't believe that at all. I because I know my actions on the back end and, and the motherfucker have you not and... seen joe rogan you know what i'm saying mother yeah. 55 no, I... but yeah. he's an that, anomaly be... or whatever the fuck yeah, that would be the easiest that. that'd be the easiest cop out ever if i was like yeah well i'm 30 now like you know whatever it's like no dude i i just ate four fucking dinners you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> like, like i haven't weight lifted this whole week i haven't i haven't been drinking enough water i go to sleep at fucking 4 30 a.m yeah that's you know a I mean? big like, one like that has nothing to do with my, I mean, that's, that, that's an exaggeration, but, but for a long time I was going to bed at like 2 AM every night and, and my sleep was horrible. And that's probably my, uh, man priority right now with health. Um, so weird how much me and you have uh, been trying to correlate that it's so crazy how much this last year me and you would randomly share like a podcast or an interesting bit. And I was like, dude, I, we were just like, do we, I, I just watched that last week and it was, it's about <laughs> sleep. It's crazy. That's so for anybody that's listening, that's been, if there's anything that I would push to any listener, listener out there, it's get your sleep schedule down and, and yeah. get in a circadian rhythm. Cause like, I, I don't, I think people it's crazy I, work, how much different you feel. work, culture, grind culture has really fucking decimated that. 
And, uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of people make fun of the whole, there's a reason why, you know, guys like Eric Thomas and a lot of successful people were like, I wake up at four in the morning. I wake up at five in the morning. <laughs> I listened uh, to him yesterday say that. That's right, so funny. Right. But like, well, there so, we go. We're just fucking exactly, dude. So, so like, some people like meme them because they're like, dude, that shit. Like if I'm up X amount of hours a day, this, they try to dive into it. doesn't matter if I go to bed at, if you go to bed at, 11 o'clock and wake up at three in the morning. It's no different than me going to bed at three in the morning and waking up at 11 o'clock in the afternoon. You know, something like that. That's what some of these. Which isn't even true. Yeah. It is a huge difference because like you are, you are the reason why waking up early is because it's putting in the discipline for you to go to bed early. That's the big thing that people forget. It's where like some people like that we've been listening to have been touching base on that. You guys do people not that are listening. Do not understand how, if you don't go to bed early, like if you've never been doing this, do it for Two weeks. Discipline yourself to start going to bed. Shut off away from lights. Get off your phone. Put your phone in a different room. Go to bed. 10, 11 o'clock. Start waking up at like 6 or 7. You don't have to wake up at 5, 4 o'clock. But like get your, you are built and wired to when the sun goes down in your area, when the sun goes down, you get tired. Your body starts releasing melatonin and starts creating chemicals to start breaking down the muscle tissue and repairing through or start repairing the muscle tissue and everything that you broke down through the day, burning all the calories, like processing everything. It's your, yeah. it's natural human habit to start doing that. When now, when you're in your early twenties and shit, you can get away from it because like you have a lot higher testosterone naturally, a lot of other, you're just, you're just built different when you're a teenager and you're in your early twenties. But when those levels start going down, you have to rely on everything that is still natural about your body. And that's what a lot of the people that we've been listening to, uh, I mean, these aren't just some idiots online. These are doctors. These are psych- psychiatrists. These are scientists. These are neurologists yeah. that we're listening to. And they all, and, success, and multi-billionaires, and they all correlate how much success, uh, sleep has to do with your success. And it, it, again, it's it's mostly because of the rhythm. It's the habit. It's a ritual. It's a ritual. Excuse me. It's the discipline. One of the things that I've been doing lately, uh, and Megan finds it weird, we never used to make our bed. I make our bed every day now. It's just, oh, pers- I, yeah, every day I do that. I make our bed every day now, every, every day. Like when, when we, when I get up early, first thing I do is go to the bathroom. Put, well, I think I told you that earlier this year. It's been life changing. Go to the bathroom, put yeah. water on my face, get cold, get, get going. Like I'm, I'm immediately in a like, okay, like let's, let's get everything going. Come out, make my bed. Then let's go downstairs, take my apple cider vinegar. Some days I take also charcoal, activated charcoal with it. Get my cup of coffee, come up here, start doing stuff, go work out. It's, it's, it's the yeah. daily the, the sleeping thing is just a start. It's a, it's a habit that, that initiates these other ideas to say, so like, for example, if you want to be a content creator, the reason why getting in a daily sleep routine would be so great for you is because when you get off work or when you get off this thing or when you do anything and you're just like, ah, but I'm tired. I just got done with the stream. I don't want to make content right now and put it on TikTok or something like that. When you start even getting that discipline where you start off your day, finally like doing saying you're going to do something you do it it starts becoming more of a habit throughout your day like then yeah. you stop putting shit off you understand the value of saying okay i said i'm going to do something now let's do it let's get it done let's get it out of the way baby mm. and yeah, you understand right. reward and victory and, and success and stuff so yeah that's the biggest advice i can give to anybody personally is like get your sleeping down i, I bet most people if i ask them like well like if they're like i tried everything i try everything i'm like whether it's dieting or like being a good content creator Dude, I do it all. I do it all. What time do you go to bed? Like three in the morning. Start with that. Go to bed earlier. Wake up earlier. Mm. Like take advantage oh. of your 
day control it yeah a lot of a lot of times i would stay up late because i feel like i uh i either have to or or i can just get so much stuff done at night or whatever but then but then every morning i'd wake up way later than i ever wanted to and the whole day i feel behind and then other things are affected by that and it's just, it's just a horrible cycle and then i'll stay up late because i know i woke up late so i'm like it's just a horrible thing but i but i feel i feel terrible and then um found a few uh sleeping aids that i actually can vouch super hard for there's one called sleep fairy marijuana on <laughs> i wasn't gonna bring that up <laughs> no it's called sleep fairy it's on amazon but like that stuff has been knocking me out real fast i wear blue light glasses every night i never post any content in them or anything like that but i wear those a lot and that helps a ton i feel way more relaxed nice. whatnot and um i've had nights where i go to bed now like 10 30 like last night i went to bed early because i had to do this podcast at eight in the morning because i thought it'd be the only time during this uh today where i can do it luckily these guys are quieter than uh, i thought but um anyways the so the whole sleep thing but like this morning i felt totally fine for the most part because i went to bed early i got that much sleep and uh and yeah you brought up earlier about how you know you can get six hours of sleep but you go to bed earlier wake up or go to bed earlier wake up earlier and then some people get the same six hours but they go to bed at 3 a.m to you know 9 a.m but in a lot of these studies it's like been proven that like just because you got eight hours of sleep it's all eight hours are not the same if you go to bed like past 2 a.m your levels of natural testosterone that you produce during sleep go down like immensely. And if those numbers are down a lot, those affect all your other hormones, which can affect uh, weight loss, you know, fat loss, like uh, brain fog, like everything, dude, like sleep is crazy. Yeah. Getting, Anyways, getting, I, yeah. getting, getting, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Like uh, that's the big, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that you went into like the, the, the deeper side, like that's, yeah. Just because you're getting eight hours, if you're not, you're not getting eight hours and when your natural body thinks that it, or when your body naturally knows and starts getting ready for bed, which is when the sun goes down, that's when it's, that's when it's ready. Like that's whether you like it or yeah. not, that's how you're wired. That's when your brain starts releasing these chemicals. Okay. So like you get it, you get in that rhythm. You get more optimal sleep than you do of saying like, I went to bed at five and I still got eight hours of sleep today. There's a reason yeah. why if I, I'm just telling anybody that wants to contradict this, just take one fucking a couple weeks, a month, whatever. I don't think one week they can transition that hard if they're fully flopped. But you, yeah. if you go, if you stop going to bed at 4 a.m. and waking up at two in the afternoon and, and flip that to going to bed at like 10 at night and start waking up at early, early a.m., like you, you just, you, you will just feel better. And there's a reason why is because you are actually, your body is actually recovering like it's supposed to, because that's the yeah. way you are. Again, I can't, I, I know it gets annoying me saying this, but it's just like, it's funny when people think they can escape basic human and uh, like yeah, biology like beast, beast through it or something. Yeah. Like, no, I'm just, I'm fucking built different. My ancestors just fucked all night long. And just like <laughs> they, they naturally adapted to do melatonin at four in the morning when the sun comes up, that's when I go to bed. No, you're, you're not fucking any different idiot. Craziest thing is the energy. Cause uh, I usually or like natural energy. Cause I usually work out right in the morning, get out of the way. And um, when I go to bed, I, like, at a, like I'll go to bed at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. sometimes and I'll wake up feeling uh I can think of this one day specifically where I went to bed like early it might have been like 9 30 or 10 or something like that 
and I woke up, um, and my wife gets up really early as well every morning. And I woke up like right when she woke up. She had no idea I was even awake, but I got up when she got up. I think it was like maybe 5.30 or something super early. I wake up, fucking no caffeine. I'm like ready to fucking roll. And I go to the gym, no pre-workout. I'm like, I felt like a completely different person. And the only thing I did differently was go to bed probably about four hours earlier than usual. And what I was doing in between that, you know, 10 to 2 a.m., I could easily... I could easily do that in the morning now. And it was not it. I didn't have to stay up that late. I understand being up late and it's fun. And a lot of people in in our space are up very late. So you can go on, you know, Twitch or whatever, and you can see a bunch of friends online or I get why you're up late. Like I do, I do the same thing sometimes, but I'm the bad thing. uh, The bad thing with content and with friends is perspective of time zones. Oh, yeah. so for me, like, for example, like I, I, like I said, I watch ha- uh, Imperial how a lot. I'm like, man, these guys stay up late a lot. And I'm like, oh yeah, they're three hours behind us. Yeah. So well, no wonder they're starting start their streams. I start streams late, but you're for me. Hours yeah. Ahead. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's all, it's all, that's why, yeah. People can't compare themselves all the time with uh, the time zone. So. Yeah. It's fucking hard though, dude. The whole sleep thing. I don't have it down. Like I'm, I've been doing a poor job of it. I know. And I know all this stuff and I've watched podcasts and I, I, I know these facts and stuff and I still, it's still tough. I need to constantly and, remind and myself. Plus, and plus to, to your one point too, like you said, where people are like, they just look at this perspective of like, okay, whatever. I'll just stay up late working on stuff. What is for any, to contradict that for anybody that's watching, uh, personally me, when I wake up at five or 6 AM, uh, for, well, first and foremost, I don't jump just to social media. I take an hour for me first. So, so you know, I, I leave my phone yeah. down and I, I start off my day doing me first. Smart. And Super then, smart, um, so when I touch my phone for the first time, I'm not, I'm not looking at social media uh, or anything or content and saying, Oh, this guy put out something at four o'clock uh, last night, three o'clock last night. I'm behind. Like, yeah, but I guarantee some people will fucking sleep until noon and see somebody like me, for example, where like you wake up and you see that I've already put out a YouTube video. I've already put out a TikTok. I've already put out a brand deal and I'm already live an hour and a half into my stream and I'm about to be off after already working out. I bet you feel really behind. I, I, I'll put yeah. money on that. I don't feel I, behind I, when I wake up at five, six o'clock, seven o'clock and see that somebody stayed up all night to do something. I don't feel behind. Yeah. That's a really good point. Actually, I uh, sometimes I do wake up super late and uh, I feel behind. And then I also see people that are I've already crushed it, like you just said, all all those productive things. And I feel so unproductive. I probably feel more uninspired to do stuff. Yeah, you know I mean, because I am behind and and I'm off to a bad start. You know what I mean? So yeah. So I don't know. take your fucking sleep serious forehead. Okay, dude, we gotta fucking yeah. end this. I gotta pee. <laughs> I think that was like an hour ago. Check. Can somebody timestamp back where I said that I had to pee? Jesus Christ. I, I was actually thinking about that. I was like, dude. I was wondering if somebody fun. was going to type in the, co- uh, in I the chat. I thought you just went. I thought you just sent it. <sighs> there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right. dude. I'm, I'm loving these podcasts. Uh, like I said, this is just so much better now that we are building this brand and not just re- reliant. But let the record show. Rob actually got a hold of me yesterday and was like, let's do a podcast Whoa. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big moves. Uh, next week, a guest. You Can already forgot. 
Uh, Jayhawk? Remember, we were planning it last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you forgot? I think so. He said next Friday. He's good. I think he even gave a time. Okay. We're going to figure it out, but we'll be, we'll be, we'll be on the podcast next week with Jayhawk. I'm speaking it. You you guys, if you don't know, if you don't know who Jayhawk is, uh, Jayhawk shoots on Twitter. Um, he's an awesome guy, super creative guy. Um, works for Apple. Really cool story. He used to work for Apple, so him and uh, Aaron will definitely butt heads on that. Uh, and the whole oh, episode—it'll be, be fucking, it'll be fucking sick. So, <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, uh, for anybody in fitness, used to work at Rogue. Now he works for—I don't know if I can say. Oh yeah, true. Does he ever? Yeah, yeah. he t- he publicly talks about him working for Express, right? I, I don't know. Express VPN. You people. sign up for Express VPN yeah. today by using code really big pod at check. No, we're not with Express. Oh, yeah. Don't give them any fucking business until they pay us. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for fucking tuning in. Find us on yeah. all of our social medias. Um, guys, especially Twitter. Keep up to date with us on Twitter. Uh, let I us love know. Twitter, man. I do too. Best. I do too. Let us Best. know on Twitter. The YouTube comments, wherever you can interact with us. I don't know if you're listening to this on Spotify, wherever. Uh, let us know on Twitter or YouTube if you guys think that we should make a, a, a Discord server for this. If you guys, if some of you guys really fuck with our vibes and you guys want to help push each other to continue making content moving forward and just interacting with people or potentially like grow your brands to be somebody that's on this podcast. And again, too, you know, for anybody that missed out on us, uh, we're not here to just only get big fish, okay? We understand there's a lot of small fish getting ready to fucking flow into big, big, big streams. Cause they're putting into work. Like we, we're going to get creators of all sizes on this. Um, yep. cause we're just, we're just here to fuck with people with good mentality and good vibes. That's it. If you got a bad vibe, you're yeah. never going to be on this fucking podcast period. So yeah. Well, going back to what you just said, like, I think a big part of this whole entire episode today, was just having an open mind. And, uh, you know, as far as guests go on, it's like, it's going to be the same, same thing. Exact thing. Big same. same. Thing, so big same. Okay. Cool, dude. Later, dude. Later, Pat.